position. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another fabulous episode of the Bravo Go Podcast. I am one of your hosts. My name is Rain Omega. And this is that damn dark. And we did not burn the money this time. <laughs> What's up, man? Okay, we came hella close. Man. Oh, shit, man. You know, same old, same old. What are we on? Week five? Week six? Yeah, man. A, a fucking uh, Operation Raccoon City. It's almost man. over, though. We're almost out of it. So, oh, is, that what, is that what they're saying? I think so. Hey, that works Everything for me, man. Uh, quarantine end date. So I don't know yeah, what ours is. I know the uh, the mayor has been like lobbying hella hard to get us open, but also we're like a tourist destination. So the dude, hey, hey, they clowned her ass on. Uh, I think it was CNN, man. The dude was clowning her, Anderson Cooper. <laughs> he was like she he was like saying what she was saying back to her. He was like, so let me get this straight. You want to reopen Las Vegas for casinos and tourism and people who come from all over the world who may or may not be sick and then send those people or put those people in these tight ass spaces, casinos and movie theaters and whatever else, bars and strip clubs, etc., and then get them on planes and send them back home. And I couldn't help but laugh, man, because it was like, when you say it like that, it sounds like a dick move, but we're going, we we losing a lot of money here in the city, man, so. Yeah, we can't, we can't stay closed forever, so. No, I mean, you know, I'm a, and this is going, this is unpopular opinion, man, but I'm, I'm on some Darwinism shit, man. Take some vitamin C and go outside. Fuck it. If you make wow. it, you make it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, I don't know how long we can actually keep everything like shut down. It, what it was only like a month and some change, two months, and ain't nobody work like that quick. The country is just engulfed in flames. I don't know how much longer we can wait, man. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's yeah. Money, don't, money never sleeps, like they say. Um, but you know, everything will work out for the best, hopefully. And uh, we staying busy, so uh, let's talk about it, man. Um, have I you? Know. I don't know about busy, but <laughs> have you watched anything since last week? I watched a couple things, man. One or two things. Uh, how about yourself? Um, yeah, I watched a handful of shit. I've been mm. uh, I've been trying to watch something every day. Handful, huh? That's good. Yeah, staying busy, man. You want me to drop, or you want to drop? Well, how many you got? Because I only got two. I got one. T- uh, technically, that doesn't count there. Uh, two, three. I, I swear I watched something else. Am I tripping? Probably tripping. Um, no, I got four. So Okay. All right. So uh, <laughs> yesterday, I uh, went ahead and rented Hustlers, the um, 
the latest Jennifer Lopez movie about the strippers. Oh yeah, about the strippers. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With uh, Constance Wu from Crazy Rich Asians, she's like the What's main up? character. It's Destiny. Um, What's up? Yeah, basically, it's it's a real basic like premise. You've seen this movie like a million times. It's basically Goodfellas, but with strippers. Um, and not as violent because <laughs> <laughs> you know you okay. got you got uh, you got uh, Con- Const- Con- Constance is that her name Constance Wu's character her name is Destiny she's narrating the whole thing like this is how we got down uh, and they talk about how the strip club was before the big market crash I think it was in 08 and how mm-hmm. um, how much fucking money they was getting from like Wall Street guys and you know dudes that was well wait, off wait. but Wait, is this based on a true story? Yeah. yeah. Oh fuck! All right, go ahead. I'm or, gonna watch that tonight. I should say inspired by a true story. I don't know how much to, you know how it should be getting fucking stretched when they push it in the movie format, man. Yeah. Know. But um, mm. it's based off an it's based off an article some chick wrote about uh some shit that really happened. Um. But yeah. Anyway, um, Destiny Destiny is like the new chick at the strip club and she can't really get no money and you know she don't really know how to do it she's not good at it um JLo's character uh Ramona who's uh supposed the to be like, yeah who's supposed to be the OG she the, she the you know mama bear at a strip club still fucking finer than all of the chicks in there I don't know what the hell's <laughs> going on oh, what's up with that chick man just a, just a beautiful person in general but um yeah man yeah, she take she take her under her wing and she starts showing her the ropes. Like this is how you get more money out of dudes, and uh, this is how you actually work the pole and this that the third because you know she old G in the game. Um, but then the market crash happens and them niggas niggas stop going to the strip club and it ain't no money in it. And it's not how it used to be. So. J Lo's character Ramona gets the bright idea and just start robbing these niggas, drugging them. And uh, and robbing them, and uh, yeah. Oh shit! So they start doing that, and they get they get like two other girls involved, and then it just escalated, get out of control. Like the club get the club is in on it, and then other girls start doing it, and um, you know, at first they only doing it to like really like mean spirited, yeah, scumbag type dudes. But you know, eventually you go you go catch the nice guy slipping too, and. That happened. They eventually get caught. It's a lot of like, uh, cause you know that's some shit to do to be embarrassed about getting caught up. Like, hey, you got robbed by some chicks, nigga. Like, get the fuck out of here. Like, <laughs> I was be laughing at them and shit, but that's how they got away with it for so long. Is because dudes just wouldn't. Cause you know motherfuckers be married and have girlfriends. Like, what was you doing up in there anyway? Spending all that money, like, right? Getting robbed. Yeah. But uh, it, it, the movie move at a pretty good pace. It's um, like I said, it's your typical like crime family, like you know, shit going on. It's a little bit more skewed towards uh like comedy though. It's not as violent as your traditional crime movie, and it's you know it's a little bit more fun. It's definitely entertaining. Um, you know, it moves at a good pace, and it's something about these movies like the all of the slow-mo montages of them getting money that shit is always fun to watch in most movies while they getting away with their schemes um, mm-hmm. and J-Lo's like uh, performance in general is like 
she's really, really fucking good in this movie. Like, super convincing as this OG, like, v- veteran, been in the game too long, I've seen too much, I'm tired of this shit type character. Um, and again, still fine as hell. Hey. Uh, yeah. I mean, just bricked up, bricked up and all, like, just. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, overall, I enjoyed it. The ending was kind of weird. It was kind of weak. Um, and none of the chicks really got in trouble for it. They got, like, probation. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, that's a felony. Like, drugging motherfuckers and you know, robbing them. And I, I'm not, I can I'm, never remember. Um... I'm not talking, like, 300, 400 bucks. I'm talking, like, 10 Gs, 15 Gs, 50 Gs. Like, just... Just clear, just cleaning your shit out, like Rack City. Oh man, what was you saying? Oh no, I can't remember. I can never remember this chick's name. Um, she's a rapper, and uh, she was on her. It was either Instagram or Snapchat or something. Was telling stories about how she used to do that when she was a stripper. I can't remember. Oh, Cardi B. Got, yeah, I was about to yeah, say the one with the she, real annoying laugh. She's in the movie. That's funny okay. as hell. She's in the movie, like, and she was in the movie after that Instagram post, like. So, yeah. So basically, society is saying don't get robbed by strippers because fuck you, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Pretty, That's pretty hilarious. fucking funny. Yeah, she looked good as her, good as hell in there too, man. Her old man, look. Awkward ass laugh that I would just have to deal with, right? You would have to. Um, definitely a fun movie though. Um, I'm not mad at it. I recommend it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Hustlers. Uh, Hustlers, yep. J Lo probably J Lo's best performance. I'm being all the way Better honest. than Money Train? A Money Train was a long time ago, man. I don't <laughs> <laughs> And that and that wasn't like a character. That's just J Lo. That's just Jenny off the block in a movie. That ain't like she actually Yeah. She actually doing a bit of acting here. Um Mm. And by far, she she's the most compelling character in the movie. Um, cool. All right. So last night, after that, I started the, uh, and this is on Netflix. It's called Waco. Um, oh boy. Yeah, about you know Waco, Texas, the uh, tragedy that went down in 1993. Um, it's like a little short. Uh, what do they call them? Limited series. It's like five yeah. episodes. Yeah. So it's a it's a short little fat prick um, mm. <laughs> about the Waco about the Waco bullshit um, now because you know you gotta skate lightly around this stuff because anytime you start talking about American tragedies man you, you bring in a conspiracy theorist the conspiracy nuts um, mm-hmm. but overall I like the show but I felt like it was a little unfair to the uh was it the ATF and the um the FBI? Because oh, yeah. um, as far as my knowledge go on a real life event, like the two big points of contention were like when it initially popped off. Don't nobody know who shot first, but in this little mini series, it's clearly that the cops popped off. Like they just showed up and started popping off and just <laughs> <laughs> turned into this big ass shootout, man hella fucking ugly and um also in in the real life story nobody knows who started the fire um 
Now you would assume it was the FBI because every time they try and use fucking tear gas for to, to smoke niggas out of somewhere, it always it always causes a fire. It always backfire like all the time. Um, multiple cases of that happening, but still not confirmed of of who started the fire. Um, this this little mini series is skewed kind of like you know the cops and FBI are like the bad guys. You know it's kind of like blatant. Mm. Um, but yeah, man, just the overall crazy story that, that, uh, what's the name? David Koresh, the, the leader of that shit. Like, yep. It's just, that shit is just crazy to me, man. How somebody can just brainwash people like that, essentially, man. Yeah. Like he had, <laughs> he had all of those wives, man. And some of those some of those dudes were married to the women in that little cult or whatever and the men and the women couldn't have sex only he could have sex with all the women like what kind of raw deal <laughs> and he tried to play it, yeah he tried to play it off as like oh uh only i can accept the burden of uh of having sexual intercourse because that's the problem yeah, that's what, that, that's what causes causes all the problems in today's society that was this whole like shtick um but yeah man the way the movie presented it is like outside of his fuckery with um cause you know he has some relatively young wives like 14 uh I think was the youngest which is actually uh legal in Texas or at least it was so I don't Mm. even know if he was breaking the law there yeah as long as a parent consent you can have a 14 year old wife which is kind of like wow right uh, uh, yeah we uh. um but outside of that fuckery it didn't really seem like they was doing anything i mean they were collecting they were stockpiling weapons but you should be allowed to stockpile weapons like that's not really yeah what did they ever i don't even remember what they went to go get them for uh they thought it was they thought it was child endangerment with all of the shit that was going on with the kids um and yeah, they didn't know if they had illegal weapons or legal weapons or not. Because they did have a lot of guns. Um, mm. And yeah. It just... Just the, the escalation of, of, of how something like that can go down, man, is just... Ugh, these people living relatively off the grid don't seem to be bothering nobody. None of their neighbors have problems with them or anything like that. But once the goddamn cops showed up, man, it took like... Like the first encounter of them showing up for it to pop off and like I don't know, twelve, fifteen people to die the first day. Cause you know what that shit went on for like fifty, fifty one days, something like that. Yeah. I remember it went on for a while. Yeah. yeah, it was it was just like a standoff before they fucking shot the tear gas in there. With kids in there, by the way. Just shot tear gas all in there and so you worried about child endangerment, but you go tear gas me <laughs> and my niggas like what? Right. I don't I like I don't understand. I don't understand the time limit. Like, what? What? Why are y'all in such a rush when they can't go nowhere? Y'all got the place surrounded. Like, y'all can just wait. Like, y'all can literally wait it out. They can't stand there forever. They got to come out to either get something to eat or what have you. It's just, it's just a real crazy, just a crazy story, man. Real unfortunate. Um, but the actual show, it's uh. It's pretty good. Um, 
it's not like super amazing and if you're familiar with the story it's not gonna be anything uh you know too uh too surprising about it i didn't know about the uh the sex stuff though that i didn't know about so like at first like the first episode i'm like because you know they seem like they seem like a pretty innocent group of people i'm like well why is the fbi going after them they seem kind of and then they drop hints of okay this is some weird sex shit i was like oh okay Mm. it's a it's a it's one dude in the congregation he like salty because his wife is pregnant i'm like why is this nigga salty because his wife is pregnant it's it's like oh because it's not his kid come to find out later salty (laughs) (laughs) took me a while to find out like yeah man just a really awkward like yeah just a really really awkward fucking story man how it all went down let's do it crazy what people what people just believe like but i guess i guess his scripture game was was that strong he knew the bible back and forth he was really able to convince people that (laughs) (laughs) he was uh the lamb of god that's that branch what is it dividend branch dividend is that so many different sects of christian man yeah man that's what it's called but yeah crazy story I'm about to convince y'all I got that shtick and y'all about to move in here with me and I'm about to cut all y'all wives. <laughs> My wives. Yeah, man. Insane. I Okay. All right. Look, and I try not to get too deep into like the religion because, you know, people get real. Motherfuckers get real when you start talking about religion, you know, yeah. and politics and... But it's just like, okay. You got to really sit... Like, I have to... That's a big ass. That's a hard sell, man. So wait, let me get this. That's the the hardest sell. I don't think there's a hardest, a harder sell in life. Like you go first, you go. Not my girlfriend. Not this girl. You go cut my wife, nigga. Like, hold on, (laughs) wait a minute. You first of all, you want me to believe that you're the son of God, and then you want me to believe that God wants you to cut my wife. (laughs) Yeah, I saw it in the dream. Okay. My wife. Yeah, I have wild, I have wild ass dreams about wild shit all the time, man. That don't mean, uh, uh-uh. nope. Yeah, I had, a, I had a couple of dreams. I was Superman. You ain't seen me go try to jump off the side of a building. Yeah, that <laughs> shit. That shit but, is just. Yeah, religion is just it's weird, man. That shit is wild. Yeah. What people Same believe, thing, what people do, like. Yeah. With Charles, like you know that whole Charles Manson shit. That too, like you. Or like even guys like Hitler, like you got the your pimp game got to be really strong for to convince a million motherfuckers that they should kill a million other motherfuckers. Like, hey man, you know what you should do? What? Kill all of them niggas. And that's a, and that's like, and that's essentially all it is though, when you think about it. This one charismatic person convincing all of these other people that he the shit. Yeah. Follow me. I got the and no I matter got what the, it is. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, yeah that's crazy. I don't understand that. I don't understand that mentality, man. Or maybe I, maybe I just ain't never met nobody that fucking cool in my life. Maybe I just been lucky. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna just do what this dude say because that shit yep. is wild. <clears throat> so yeah, okay, wow, that's I might have to watch that too. Yeah, that was all I watched though. Um, the acting is kind of like, eh, but you know, the oh, story okay. is the source material is good, so. Oh, is it? What is it like? A, it's a docu series, docu drama. Is that what they call those now? Like, I, it's don't, like, I don't even know. Is it a docu? I get. I don't even like know dramatic, what that is, bro. 
dr- dramatic reenactment of like some real shit that happened. No, it's like a show show. Like it's Oh, okay. Yeah, but mm. Yeah, that the acting is just a little eh, you know. Yeah. Damn. They waited yep. a good uh they waited a good amount of time, 20, 27 years, man. Or twenty six years or however long. Like I had almost even forgotten Waco was even a thing. Oh, that shit always get brought up when people start talking about gun rights, Second Amendment, and people want to bring yeah. up Waco. Like, oh, they see they they coming to take our shit. You don't... remember what happened to Waco, nigga? That was thirty years. Hey, okay, and this is you know like and to touch on the conspiracy stuff before I get started on my list. It's like even like right now with this old. Um, coronavirus quarantine there's a bunch of different shit flow they're keeping you they're keeping us in the house so they can install 5g towers to control our minds uh first of all 5g services shit i have it on my phone and <laughs> if that's controlling my mind but it's giving me like smooth download speeds okay cool i'm with that but no it's just like when is one of any of these things going to crack off all the way they're coming to take all of our guns like are they ever going to come and take everybody's because they took like his and a couple of them niggas over there and but you know like all these little conspiracies they never really spill over into the grand stage that people think that they're going to be like the end all be all you know yeah i, I just, know what you mean i just be i got which is kind of crazy because the, the correlation with a lot of these cults and whatnot is like how they how they sell a lot of people on it is like the, the end of time like he was selling motherfuckers on the end of times like it's, it's coming it's everything is about to be over like why do people think that just everything is gonna be over like the absolute i don't get right. that that was 30 years ago like yeah. how when, when is i mean coming is a very vague yeah very vague right you know verb so how, like is it like next week or like nostradamus predicted the end of the world it was 200 years ago nigga like is it or five i don't even know how many hundreds it was a long ass time ago and Oh, we're seeing the signs of what Nostradamus. Well, I can tell you it's gonna rain someday, and then when it rains, a hundred years from now, you'd be like, oh, Corey Damas, you know, see Corey. He predicted right. this shit. He said it was gonna be sunny on a Thursday. This is the day. I wonder. I just wonder what that is about us that make us so fascinated by this fucking shit just ending. Like, why is that so right. titillating? Oh, yeah, shit, like, just, just, Y2K man is about to be over like everything like oh everything like, everything okay. not just the internet but everything <laughs> like yeah I, it's goofy man and even with again like talking on it talking about this shit that's going on right now everybody's like oh it's gonna be the collapse of civilization like you, you it's collapse like all of it everything's gonna crumble just I because be- economically I be- we I believe if anything would wipe us out it would be something like a virus or like a you know a meteor hitting something um i don't know about one government on one side of the planet fucking coming at its people maybe allegedly that's not gonna fucking end everything um empires have fallen before y'all and we've been all right we in a like human humanity general general sense Yeah. yeah so like just I don't know maybe take it easy a little bit <clears throat> yeah uh, I, I like that uh, I like that particular philosophy too like maybe 
20% of everything might end at the most. And then we'll just, but anyways, uh, let's get into my watch list. Um, so I started the Harley Quinn DC universe animated original series. Finally I watched, uh, like six episodes of it. There's only 13 episodes. And, um, DC animated universe never fails to, they give me, they give me stuff. Yeah. That shit coming. It's pretty good, man. Um, if I was in the like, well, first of all, it reminds me a lot of the Venture Brothers because the Venture Brothers is the first like spoofy kind of, you know, like cynical, sarcastic superhero show that I'd ever watched, you know, like or like cartoon that I ever watched. And uh, that show was really good. Still one of my favorite cartoons of all time. This has like, it's more of a like kind of slapstick, sarcastic, but it's adult. You know, it's like motherfuckers getting shot, people getting their heads bit off, a lot of cursing. Ain't seen no titties yet, which I'm I'm okay with that because I don't need to. But um, and it, it follows like the Harley and the Joker breaking up story that the movie kind of was dealing with, and you know the Birds of Prey were, and she gets like a, a makeover. She goes from the Harlequin look to the Harley look that we're so familiar with now, which is really just Gwen Stefani, if you think about it. Um, you said Gwen Stefani. <laughs> Uh, and then she get a little crew and it's the motliest motherfucking crew of cats you could possibly want it's Harley Ivy and uh, I think his name is she has like a uh, a little shop of horrors plant I want to say his name is Charlie but it might be something else Frank I think it might be Frank and he's a black dude and he's funny as shit so Ivy and Frank they all live like all day crew live with Ivy to start the series and she has like a penthouse apartment and shit and so um it's harley dr psycho which if you're not familiar with him he's like he's a midget with a real big head and psychic powers he's like a wonder woman uh villain and so we we starting off on some jobbers well at least you got Uh, at least you got the ivy harley thing going on i know they Got an on, on again, yeah. off again thing. So yeah, yeah, they've been uh, they've been teasing at it. And I don't know if they're gonna drop it because you know it's some motherfuckers. That, you know, get real. Well, they usually put they usually play it like Ivy is pining over her, but Harley don't even really notice. That's usually how they that's usually how they play it. Yeah, Ivy has a uh, Ivy. She's like, yeah, she's like like looking out for her, like trying to give her advice, like trying to give her you know like. You, you're better than this and you know like you don't have to in the beginning that's how she convinced her to leave the joker you know what i mean so like yeah they got that little thing going she's like you know she comes to the rescue when the team gets in because she's like it's funny because they illustrate the parallel between certain characters in dc and certain other characters like they be in their job and hard as fuck and ivy just come in and crush everything because she's like super powerful she has all these plants and you know like she controls nature and it's like yeah like kind of this is how it would really happen if ivy had the powers that she had in a situation where the motherfuckers is doing gymnastics. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, she just, you know, grab him back. She grabbed Batman up and throw him off to the side and it's like real. Um, and so then it's Hivey, or Hivey, Harley, Dr. Psycho, Clayface, but Clayface is, uh, I don't want to say he's gay because they don't explicitly say that, but he's, a, he's like a thespian, like a, you know what I mean? Like a trained classical actor stage. Oh, that's, that's cool. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he goes like, he goes like, um, into these little, like, that's how he gets his characters. Like when he first pull up on the scene, 
um, you don't even know that he's Clayface. He's like the, this bartender dude, and he's talking, and then he's like, but I'm really, and then he spins, and he's Clayface, and that's how. So every time they send him somewhere, he'd be asking like, well, well, what is what was his childhood like? If I'm gonna be this character, you know, what what high school did he go to? Was he was he bullied? Is there trauma? And they like just be the mailman. They get like, come on, man, just be the mailman. <laughs> yeah, I like that. They got some good. It's 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 actually really kind of funny. They got some good uh, character banter and dialogue, and then they got King Shark. And Holy King shit! Shark, that crew, that crew sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. It's, it's some real bammer. But the funny thing, they got King Shark, but he's a pacifist. He don't like to fight. He's a tech guy. He's the but he's this big ass dumbass shark dude, and so like, but he's like he's their techie. He like hacks shit. He started up Instagram page and it's 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 a, it's pretty cool, man. It's a pretty cool ass show. Um, I would like for them to see. I would like to see more things tie into that, like more animated series, maybe the spin off that kind of same tone. Um, I'm gonna probably finish it up this week. Watch the last half of it. Uh, it's a nice, you know, like 25 minute episodes and yeah, man, it's pretty cool, man. Um, nice. Joker. Joker is in there and, you know, Harley's Harley's main thing is like she wants to get in the Legion of Doom, which is also a, is a jobby ass crew, man. Like it's like the Penguin and um, uh, Mr. Freeze. It's some, it's, whew, it's some classic DC <laughs> the, jobbers. The penguin. When you get that kind of upgrade, my dude. Yeah. Legion of Doom, the Penguin, but um, yeah, man, it was worth watching, man. If you have DC Animated Universe, or if you have the DC Universe uh, service, or if you have the Chinese man service, like me, uh, <laughs> you know, definitely sit down and watch it if you're looking for something to watch. Um, I started to watch The Gentleman based on your recommendation, but I just didn't have enough serious movie watching time to actually. I got about halfway through. I got it like right, right when the rappers show up. Uh, but like, I just kept getting distracted by goofy shit, and I needed like some serious sit down movie watching time to finish it. So I haven't finished that yet. But so far, it's been pretty damn funny, pretty good, pretty good movie. Nice, nice. Um, and then on a whim, because I forgot I had Amazon, then I remembered I had Amazon again. Uh, I've been watching the Jans. I watched the Jay and Silent Bob reboot movie. Oh, I forgot all about that, John. Well, I I wish I would have to. Oh, no go. Your man. No bueno. Your man. Yeah, I got to keep it a beam, man. When I saw the trailer way back when it was first coming out, I was like, that wasn't funny, like, like at all. Like what? The, okay. Here's the thing about this thing, man. And then I just saw on Kevin Smith's Instagram fa- page that he doing a um a Clerks. No, it was a Mall Rats something. It's called Mall Rats. I want to look it up. That's how angry I'm at. at it's I, like I am a, it's like a reboot or something or a sequel. Yeah, Mall Rats. It ain't no more malls though. Like it ain't no more Mall Rats. So you might as well let that go. I think that's I think that's what they're doing. Like, cause even in this one, like Jay and uh oh yeah, Mall Rats 2. That's what they're doing. But the Twilight of the Mall Rat is what it's called. But um but yeah, so like they touched on that in this Jay and Silent Bob reboot. They go to like 
Brody's got the comic book shop at the mall, but the mall is like all boarded up and like everything's closed down. And, you know, they, they, they talk about it's okay. Here's the thing. Here's the thing about this thing. Like I like the Kevin Smith intellectual properties that became these things. Corks, mall rats. Um, yeah, those two Corks and mall rats. And, um, like, I just don't like the mood, like, because you know how they like the characters are supposed to be real and then the movies are being made inside the universe. Like, you remember the Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back where they got to go stop the movie about yeah. Blunt Man and Crunt? I don't like, I, I, I just, I don't like that. I don't like it. I don't like that angle. I like Clerks and Mall Rats. Period. Yeah. yeah um, Jay and Silent Bob Strike Us Back was all right when I, you know, I, I thought it had some funny bits when we saw it back in the day, but it don't really fit the grounded tone of uh, those other two movies. You know? Yeah. Like, they're like, really, they're, they're, they're really, really, really about just some regular dudes sitting around talking about goofy shit. That's really, that's those. That's really the whole movie. Jay and Silent Bob yeah. is like really hokey, silly, like slapstick, like, it, it go it go way out the realm of poss- possibility. Motherfuckers fighting with dildos and a fight scene, and mm-hmm. it's, it's all this, it's, it's all of this goofy shit. Uh, uh, international diamond thieves, diamond chicks. thieves. Yeah, yep. it's like what is what is all of this? Like it's it's a completely different tone of movie. Like yeah, so I know what you and mean. They, um, this is a this is a this this does not depart from that. This is more of that. Like so. They stop the Blunt Man and Chronic movie from being made in Strikes Back. So then something happens. They get busted for selling weed. And then, like, spoiler alert, y'all. Um, and then, so they go to court, and this lawyer tricks them into signing over the name Jay and Silent Bob. So they can't be Jay and Silent Bob no more. So, because now these movie, the Saban films, is about to make uh, Jay and Silent, a Blunt Man and Chronic, Blunt Man versus Chronic, like Superman versus Batman movie. Um, so Jay and Silent Bob got to go across the country to stop this from happening again, in which time they encounter all of the zany, wacky, slapstick characters from all of their previous movies Chasing Amy, you know, uh, Matt Damon's in it from Dogma, you know, like it, it, Ben Affleck, Shannon Elizabeth, Rosario Dawson, fucking everybody makes a cameo. Same crew, yeah, yeah. but. On top of that, we get to have Kevin Smith's daughter in it again. <laughs> so, she, but and it's funny too because he like he pokes fun at the fact that he knows what he's doing and he knows we don't like what he's doing. You know, it's like he's like he makes a joke about like, oh, well, now Kevin Smith because he plays Kevin Smith and he plays uh, Silent Bob in the movie. So it's like Silent Bob is they exist separately. You know what I mean? Like Superman, Clark Kent type shit. So, um, you know. Silent Bob and Jay is talking shit about Kevin Smith, talking about how he's a hack and he only makes, you know, like this same ass shit. Now he's putting his kid in all of his movies and, you know, is I don't know, man. It's a little too on the nose for me. It's a little too like blatant, just dry ass shit. I I I feel him. Uh also I learned that uh Kevin Smith made cop out. I didn't know that. Oh yeah, he did, man. Yep. That was him too. Mm. That mm-hmm. nigga's track record. Uh, yeah, if you so really, yeah, if you try. really check the tapes, man, you might have to pull his car. Like, I, I, I knew I had gave him a little something last time we talked about him, but this, 
this has kind of washed me out with just like you really only got two and a half bomb ass records. You got like two records in a mixtape. Yeah. So and really and damn. really one of them is really really a product of their time. So um yeah. yeah, man, when I saw the trailer for that, I was like, "Oof, like that's that's rough." Like I didn't even get like a a slight chuckle or a giggle out of the even the red band trailer. I'm like, "Damn, that's that's not it's not funny. Like this shit ain't funny." I don't Yeah. Not, not there funny. was some uh there was some clever interaction between like um you know like Jay and Silent Bob's character being confronted with like Kevin Smith's daughter in the movie is actually Jay's daughter in the story. So Jay and Boo Boo Kitty Fuck had a daughter but she never told him and that's you know Kevin Smith's daughter plays that character. So there's a lot of like generational interaction which seems to be like a common theme in 90s movies being brought to the forefront like we get you know like bad boys for life you know we being directly confronted with our oldness you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like on so there was a couple of good ones in there man um but yeah overall man um i wasn't i i just i think that i think that ship might have sailed man the ship might have sailed the you know I Kevin, don't know Kevin Smith, but, Kevin Smith in general, which I don't really like saying because he's like a cool dude, you know. But his movie making, yeah. his movie making prowess and his ideas are just like I don't know, man. You just got old, like yeah, just got old. And that um that um when we were talking about him last time, we were talking about Red State. Like I think he need to if he gonna make movies, he need to not make big budget films because he's not good at that and. He need to not make Jay and Silent Bob or Clerks related shit anymore. Stop beating my shit into the ground, please. I almost had to go back and watch the shit just so I could not be mad at what I just watched. Yeah, um, and and, and, uh, and to uh, refresh to make sure it's not corny. Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. Like, right, was I like, bugging damn. this whole time? I mean, I know Clerks is hot. I know it is. I know Mallrats is hot. It has to be. I think but, I think Clerks is probably the strongest movie in this. It's because it's real minimalist, man. It's just some nerds talking about shit. Like that's if you go do it, man. Just yeah. focus on that. This all of this grandiose shit, man. It's just not. Yeah, I'm not feeling yeah. it. But I guess he and tried like, that with I, yoga hosers, and that did. But even that was fucking kooky. Like I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he be on. Nazi midgets, Nazi uh, dwarves, mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. But in touching on what you just said about him being a genuine good dude and he's like a real life, like he's like a head like us, like comics, all that stuff like that, old school movies. There was a, a behind the scenes thing at the end during the credits where him and Stan Lee was talking and uh, it was it was kind of, it was cute. It was like real cute. It was nice to see Stan again too, man. But it was like, he was, you know, cause Stan was in Mallrats. So he was, they, he was like, I need to get you to say this. And Stan Lee would mess up the line and they would like chuckle. And I was like, it reminded me that you know he is he's a cool dude man he's a real cool dude i think he just needs to you know and i'm not a filmmaker man so i'm just speaking from a fan perspective i just think he needs to find a lane like you know like stay away from trying to remake your old shit and stay away from like and i get it they're like they're kind of like how guy Ritchie was but see this is this is a prime example of how you could do it like guy Ritchie in this gentleman movie he's like kind of taking shots at modern filmmaking technology in his making of this film you know what i mean yeah so like 
it seemed like Kevin Smith's a lot of like the reboot, the strikes back, the you know what I mean? Like it's like it seems like he's doing that too, like kind of like from a filmmaker's perspective, kind of cracking jokes at how almost corny I mean not even almost how corny Hollywood has gotten like with all the reboots and the remakes and this you know like the the franchise sequel part 18s and you know what I mean like they talk about all that shit in there it's just real real dry like there's you know there's definitely a more um clever way to do it than how he did it I guess and so you know I think maybe he needs to just get a new IP and try to make another good movie man because he got some you know it just yeah he need I think he needs something more like inspired like I haven't watched Tusk that's that's a weird one um but Red State was like really like inspired and it was like original and uh not a lot of people doing movies like that and it was surprising to see him do do a movie like that self-serious and you know maybe maybe that's more of his lane you know, it don't maybe it don't yeah. always have to be comedy and you know nerves talking about nerd shit. Like you, you kind of did that already. I don't know. <laughs> you know, I don't think you need to keep doing it. You know, like try some other shit. Yeah, and did and did it real well, man. Mallrats was a real good comedy. Kind of, like, you know, kind of started it. Honestly, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got to give him his props for what he. You know what I mean? I think you. I think you might be right though. He just need to find a more inspired way of like just make some good make some other movies man like just make some good other movies i know he can do it so um but yeah so that was my take man like if you absolutely have to watch jay and silent bob on screen again i guess you could watch this but i mean i'm gonna tell, i'm gonna just tell, i'm gonna keep it real man you're not missing nothing if you don't watch this shit <laughs> yeah i honestly forgot all about it me too and then they, they they i went on amazon on the splash page and it was right there i was like oh damn i forgot about that shit uh but yeah moving on i watched uh last night i watched uh this movie called extraction with uh it was a netflix original with chris Hemp with thor in it oh I yeah I was, I, I was i was gonna pull up on that first before i started waco because I, I i heard he in there bodying cats just like pretty violent it's a it's a lot of shooting going on in that motherfucking man okay and so it's, it's this scene before I talk about the movie itself is this scene in the movie man where he beat up these two kids that is so fucking funny to me man <laughs> <laughs> it's like they're, they're, they're central characters to the story like they're like cause the movie takes place in India like um, you know like Mumbai and, and stuff like that so this is something that I'm noticing too and I don't know if it's because studios are branching out or, or if it's foreign studios making movies with American actors in it like it's all brown people and Chris Hemsworth in the movie, you know what I mean? So like, which I'm like, fuck it, cool, let's do that. Because uh, this man, let's talk about some of these Indian women. What the fuck is going on <laughs> over there? <laughs> you have to meet her, man. Uh, but it was just really weird because it's like all these Indian people, and then fucking big ass Chris Hemsworth. He's like this big. There's this scene where he's in like the bazaar, like the little market area, and he's like being covert and shit. I'm like, how are you not gonna notice this big ass white motherfucker going through the market? Like, You're right, the he's literal, huge. a literal Viking walking through this. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm in. It's like, man, you don't see. Do they see him? Do they see the smoke? I heard that. I heard the action scenes is pretty, pretty hot though. 
uh, they be getting off. And it's like him, and then there's like his, uh, you know, they start off as like enemies in the movie. It's like he gets hired to go rescue this kid. And the kid is like the son of a drug lord. And so the drug lord is like, you know, the drug lord's in prison. He hires his right hand, or he tells his right hand man, like, you lost my son. If you don't get my son back, I'm killing your whole family. You don't think I can get you from in here? So the guy's like, all right, cool. He hires this American mercenary to go get the kid. And the plan, I'm not going to spoil that. He hires this American mercenary to go get the kid, but they end up, like, clashing later on in the story. So it's like the the Hindu version of Chris Hemsworth, and, and, and they fight. And so he's, like, trained the same, you know, like, being, you know, he, he was, like, the, the parallel, the fucking bizarro version of Chris Hemsworth. And um, it's a lot of bodies, man. They kill a lot of people in this movie. A lot of shoot. A lot of CQC, which I absolutely love. Chris, he kicking people through shit, off shit, throwing people under shit, bouncing niggas' heads off shit. I oh, might yeah. watch it again. <laughs> I might have to cue that up tonight, son. It is. It is. It is. It's some shooting. Uh, the, the ending... I... They hit me, okay, they hit you like halfway through the story. They hit you with like the humanization of Chris Hemsworth's character. You know what I mean? Like they say why he's a mercenary, why he's doing what he's doing, some old Punisher style love and loss type shit. And you know, like he has all these remorse and regrets and he's, you know, like he starts to, he starts to see the kid as more than a paycheck. So he's like, his primary focus goes from like getting paid to just getting the kid out safely, which in turn ultimately leads to the ending that we get. And uh, you know, it um it was it was cool man it was it was definitely a good watch um that that whole trend like i've been seeing a couple movies lately that have had i can't think off the top of my head which ones but they have had that same like very american dude in a super foreign setting like um i watched a movie recently with the dude from the raid in it uh and um it was him on opposite like i want to say like randy couture and like couple other like real like american oh uh bullet tooth was in there um some real like it was a good movie too i wish i could remember the name of that shit yeah it was it was lightweight hot and and, yeah but that's i've been seeing that a lot of like international film studio combination shit going on so i don't know if it's like niggas that ain't getting no checks in american cinema going to play in the cba or like (laughs) or like going to play in the china china league Mm -hmm. or if we just having some collaborative effort between like, you know, cause Netflix is an, is a worldwide studio. So it's like, you know, we just, and thank God too, because I, I get, I get irritated when I turn on Netflix and there's a bunch of actual Indian movies on there with weird ass Indian movie names. And I'm like, look, <laughs> <laughs> they just try to, fill the least... spa- they just try to fill the space, man, with something. <laughs> you got to at least just ease me into it, man. You can't have Rajang one, two and three. And I right. don't even know what Rajang means. Like, what's <laughs> like Furious Rajang, the Revenge of Rajang. Like, yeah. they um, got a bunch of <laughs> telenovelas in there. I'm like, what? Since when? Where did all this come from? <laughs> <laughs> Mi amigo uh, precioso and shit. Like, wait. <laughs> um, yeah, but so that was that was I, that was definitely a good watch. And I got to watch it on TV in the living room because most of the time my roommate be hogging the living room TV watching crime shows, but he had, he was gone all weekend, so I kicked back and watched a couple of things. Um, and then the last thing I watched, uh, 
Travis Scott, the rapper. I don't know if you familiar with him. Um, I know. He I know had, that Goosebumps song. That's it. Well, he had a uh, a concert on Fortnite, like a, a like a virtual. Heard about that? It's like twelve million yeah. people watch that shit. Yeah, and I didn't actually watch it because I don't have Fortnite on, Fortnite on my PlayStation, but my boy recorded it, so I watched his recording of it, which is just a bizarre. But I just wanted to watch it because I figured it would be like a topic of conversation, and it was very weird, very weird. It's a cool and smart idea, though, on his part, man. Oh hell yeah, hell yeah. Yep. If he if he got a dollar for every nigga that tuned into that shit, he made bank. Like. I don't know what this, the logistics of the financial uh, pay structure was, but everybody involved in that on the other side of the fence got some money. Yeah, that um, game. That game is just just raking in, just just r- raking in that that kind of money with that kind of stuff, man. With the all of the different all of the little different deals that they do, like they'd have like the Harley Quinn scan, and then they have like the Avenger scans, and then like Thanos to show up, and they just they, they kill did it. A Deadpool one recently. Yep, killing it. Yeah, I, I mean, because if you think about it, we talked about this before too, man. It's like I want to play as my favorite something, so and so, such and such, in a game where I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I get to be Deadpool, and it's in Fortnite, which I like the game for. I, mean, I don't personally, but if I'm a Fortnite player and I get to be Deadpool inside of Fortnite, it just like feels some kind of weird, like nerd, not fantasy, but like. You know, like the create a character mode. Like I want to make Thor in in fucking Skyrim. I want to be Thor in Skyrim. That's exactly what I want. I want a hammer that does lightning damage, and I want to have Thor, and I want to name him Thor. Yeah, you know and, what it, I mean? and then it's just like, the, and then it's just the collection aspect of it. Like, and they only do it. They only do some of them for like a limited time, which is also smart. So it's like you got to get that shit right now. Oh, well, I can't stop! I, I can't stop collecting them now. I didn't got all of them thus far, so yeah, right. it's, it's smart, I, I, smart. Yeah, they they uh, Epic Games has got something there. Yep. So, with that being said, Epic Games, please put some of that money into some of these other franchises that you are neglecting. Uh, <coughs> Paragon. <coughs> they that should be sales, sir. I know, I know. They sold those assets. Um, well, hopefully somebody will do something with him, man, because that was a really... I don't MOBA all like that, uh, but I will say that just in this little conversation we just had, I feel like starting a new game on Skyrim and making Thor with lightning magic and just a fucking... I just I want them real proper to come back while they bullshitting, but that's just me. Uh, you, man, you on some old... <sighs> you niggas don't know... Niggas talking about Twitch shooters. Y'all don't even know what a Twitch shooter is. Right, you don't know, uh, like, mouse fucking 360-degree rotation... Voodoo. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about a 360 no scope? Right. Ain't no scopes, Fucking bitch. Me. On none of the guns. On one of the guns. Only one of the guns got a scope. Fuck out of here, hockey. <laughs> and you can wall jump. Yeah, you uh, you trying to take it to the abyss. You be trying to. But um, you want to do the uh, you want to do the top five movies at the end of like right now, or you want to do top five movies? In well, we are, we almost already an hour in, so we can. All we right, can, we Let's can take cut it. it and then yeah. All right, we're going to take a break, y'all. In position. Bravo, go. All right, we are back. We back. 
Yeah, man. I got to say, too, man, you should see me over here. I look, I look like fucking Tetsuo to Iron Man. All these damn cords and cables and shit I got plugged into me and shit. I got the phone plugged into the charger because it was about to die. And I got my headphones plugged into the phone, wearing those. I got the PlayStation controller plug. I got the laptop cord. Fucking just... just. Oh, you have no idea, bruv. You have no idea. This shit, this shit is awful. <laughs> but... Let's uh let's 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 talk games, man. Let's talk games. Ooh, games, huh? It's been a slow week. It's been a really? slow week. Oh my, yeah. My shit kind of been popping, so uh I guess I'll uh no, go I'll ahead. You go. No, go oh, ahead. You to... Go ahead and crack it up. I probably got more bulk, so Mm. Yeah, I, I've been dibbing and dabbing, so yeah, I guess I should. You know, I mean those of y'all who know what I'm really on, uh I've been on. Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Yeah, whatever, nigga. (laughs) (laughs) Me and and brother just finished a side mission that we've been playing for a week. Because we refused to take vehicles, no fast travel. And it was like 15 kilometers from one objective to the next. And then they sent us back another 10 kilometers. And then they sent us finally like another 5 into the middle. But honestly, man, like... The culmination of the mission was, and I use this term subjectively, was so hot subjectively. You know what I mean? Because I be seeing the, I see the potential in the bitch. I don't really just, you know. (laughs) But like we we um, and I didn't know it until we got to the final part of the mission. We was we was essentially trying to stop a nuke from going off, which it would have never gone off because you know. That's how missions work. But we ended up hitting these two bases. One base was in the north and one base in the south. And there was an underground tunnel that led from one base to the next with a secret underground depot in the middle of the tunnels. So, like, we finally found the intel. And then they're like, yeah, find a secret underground entrance. And it's a whole, it was like a whole complex under there. Like, we took like a two mile long tunnel and pulled up and it was a complex and there was a bunker. I was like, man, they're doing all they they it's like it's right there, man. If if it wasn't so fucking wonky, it would be like a really dope game. Cause there'll be times when we be playing, man, and like we'll 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 be like up on a mountain. Cause me and your brother stay in the mountains randomly. Uh we was doing Operation Tidy Whitey for a whole week. We had trekked through these mountains. But like and I'll look around and I'm like, damn, this is all game. That's like all game. All that shit out there is game. Even though it's like a lot of naked space in between the the objectives and a lot of not shit going on and a lot of getting stuck and a lot of falling off shit, but it's like it's it's man, they could really if they would tighten up and make that game into something as opposed to being fifty different somethings like we talked about before, that shit would be hot as fuck. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that was every night me and your brother do at least two hours of that. Uh, so you know. We corny. We just we just corny as fuck. <laughs> so did you play anything like good or what's like? I, I was about to get to that. Um, of course, I've been dabbling also in Assassin's Creed. This not working thing is working out really good for me, by the way. I'm just going to say that. Um, I played a little bit more Assassin's Creed. I got to the next little section, finished another one of those big, you know, battles that you get when you finish a section or whatever, when you complete a section. Yeah. So I've been chipping away at that in my hands, bro. Let's talk about my hands with this spear. 
I got some real with the spear? Work. Yeah, poke. Pokemon be shittier than a motherfucker, man. Mm. Um, and I've been wearing the same hat since I started the game. I got a, like a little turban face mask, and I haven't taken it off yet. I probably won't. Um, but I did manage to uh, get some Dishonored Two in, which I know is an older game. But if y'all know, you know me. I'm I'm always late to the party. And uh, I did the first. Uh, I did the intro section, and I did the first little mission after that. And I forgot how fucking terrible I am at first person stealth. Who did you pick though? I picked a girl. Emily. Oh, okay. Emily. Yeah, I ran I, with Emily for at first too. I wanted to pick my man Corvo, but I already played with Corvo. Uh but I do want to go back and see I want to go back and play uh I don't know if I'll ever even do this, but you know I want to. I want to go back and play Corvo no powers mode. Why? Like what <laughs> why would you play that why would you even touch that game with no powers it's disgusting those cats on the forums were talking about how that was the game the game was meant to be played like that and this, man that, them motherfuckers that. be them motherfuckers be blowing all kinds of gas nah man go in there use all of the goddamn powers use the most broken shit in the game it's good you pick Emily cause she can grab shit from far away yeah that's what I was hearing yeah like I, you know like I had I have a difficulty deciding what kind of meat I want on my sandwich at Subway, and they hit me with that big ass like groundbreaking choice choice at the beginning of the game. Like, who do you want to play with? We're not gonna tell you what the difference is between them. And this once you make this choice, that's it. I was like, I froze. I was like, <gasps> I don't. Yeah, they they totally got different sets of powers. So, yep. Yeah, I I, I had to stop and look it up. Like <laughs> I had to stop and Google that shit. Like. Um, which is good too because I'm being more open minded about female protagonists. You know me, I'm a old school, hard headed nigga. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm absolutely ass. I am absolutely ass at first person stealth. Butt crack. I mean, that's stealth in general. Like stealth is a uh, very trial and error. You probably the game is meant to. Most stealth games are meant to be played multiple times. You don't know the enemy layout. You go be getting spotted like a motherfucking man. That's just most people don't get that shit super smooth at first run. So I ain't gonna lie to you. I killed everybody in the goddamn game. Um, <laughs> but I just like fighting on there. So yeah, yeah, man. That um that first little sequence before you even get like the little jump or whatever she's got and you know all that that first little sequence, man. I must have got spotted about twenty times going down that main street. Hey, who is that? I go to grab. Oh, he right there. His back is turned to me. As soon as I start to stab him, I see the little lightning bolt icon off to the right. Oh, I'm about to get spotted. Fuck. What? Ninja. That's <laughs> why so you gotta start. That's so why you gotta start shooting, motherfuckers. <laughs> but um, overall, man, it's a it's a cool game, man. Like I. I like the aesthetic. I like I like the aesthetic. I like Dishonored's uh, art style. I like the sort of like steampunky, but like gothic. You know, uh, it's it's pretty cool, man. Pretty cool looking game. You know. Yeah, that game. That game probably gave me my best stealth kill ever. One of the uh, you probably ain't get there yet, but this this one catch you gotta assassinate, man. I was in his closet. <laughs> and uh he ain't know I was there. And it was like a little crack 
in the closet and i was like i wonder if i could shoot through this crack with this crossbow and i shot that shit that shit went through his head <laughs> that shit was so satisfying they let me shoot inside that closet man i got hype like yeah. yeah that's that's pretty dope though like attention to detail in games is something that i really appreciate i like that like i wonder if and then you can that yeah because it be was amazing. it was just enough space to shoot through it and it fucking worked it didn't like fucking you know hit an invisible wall or whatever it's mm-hmm. like yeah right through his goddamn stupid ass head it's like yo <laughs> <laughs> Boy, that was sick <laughs> yeah i like stuff like that man i like games that let you play how you want to play i really do that's definitely um, that game. Uh, let's see. What else did I play? Um, well, there's a huge, huge title update. Title update 9 dropped for the division. A lot of changes. A lot of perk changes, gear changes, nerfs, um, all that. A lot of stuff going on. But I don't have enough space on my hard drive to download the fucking 10 gig, 10 gig up update because you need 85 gigs to download a 10 gig update. No, you need, you need double that. So you need the space of the game plus. That's how that work. That's so you got so... you got to make all of that room. At least for uh, digital, for digital games, it's like that. I don't know. I think it's a little bit different for physical games. You could just have like, you just need the space, but. It, it always overwrites all of the files for whatever reason. I don't know why. That's so stupid to me, man. Like, I the face. Yeah, that's a, seri- face that's a serious design flaw with the PS4. Like, they they absolutely have to change that next go-around. Um, oh. Say what? Yeah. Oh, I thought I was oh. going to say, without question, man. Without question, man. That, is, that was... Yeah. We need, Ooh, we, gonna need more, we gonna need more. We gonna need more space in general. Um, like I was telling you before, man, I knew that going into the PS4. Five hundred gigs. I'll wipe my ass with five hundred gigs. That's it's like three games. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't nothing. Yeah, man. That that was. And you know how I feel about. That. I was really like. I really want to go back and start playing the division, man. Because like I want to see the update, but. They, they smack me right in the face, dude. They smack me right in the face. Yeah, you just gotta get you just gotta get external hard drive. That's all. Ain't nothing, ain't no way around it. Nope. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to because uh, me and me and your brother actually talked about this the other day. He was talking about the PS5, you know, launch and and I was like, I told him this and this is uh, spoiler alert for. I don't know how I really feel about it, but I I'm not. I don't know, man. I mean, a whole new generation. I just, it's going to be a minute before I get one. So I'm going to be rocking the ganj for, for probably another year. And, uh, another I mean, year with this little ass hard drive. It's been like, PS4 is old. So it's time. It's been like eight years. So, yeah. It's, we- it's well over, it's well over time. I know you ain't been here the whole time, but. Yeah, <laughs> technology-wise, this this is this time. It's time. Yeah. Um. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And some like, even even with games like break uh, breakpoint and shit like that, like 
you can see the edges. You can kind of see the edges. Like, damn, if this was just on something a little bit stronger, because I watch like footage of people playing on PC and in 4K, and it's still chonky because there's like technical chunks, not just graphical chunks. So it's like, it's still chonky, but it'll look fucking great. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it looks really good in 4K. So it's like, if the console, if it, we just was on a stronger machine, games. Even a ch- even a chingy ass game on a stronger machine would be a better game than a chingy ass game on this machine. So, yeah, you're definitely right about that. It's definitely yeah, better fine. better better performance. Even with a, a a turd of a game like that is like you know it helps. So, come on, bro, it turd. It would definitely help. You know what, man? We're not gonna get into it again. <laughs> what else did you play? <laughs> well, they got me on a little deal, and I didn't even know this was something I needed in my life until I got it. Uh, I got the um, the Valkyria Chronicles and four bundle. So yeah, I got the first one and the fourth one, first one and the fourth one in the bundle for seventeen bucks. That's so, actually that's actually really fucking strong deal. Man, I'm telling you, the first one alone I would pay seventeen bucks for remastered. Right? They got the remastered edition, and I'm playing four now. I didn't. I didn't have enough space to, space to put them both on my hard drive, but I wanted to play one of them. And I was like, "Well, let me play the newest one or the newer one." And um, I just finished the first little chapter, and this game is still fucking great, man. This game style, the art, the presentation, the 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 aesthetic, the way the characters look, the co- costumes. Uh, I got a mortar launcher troop now. They just they just hit me with that mortars. It's oh, a new a new unit type. New unit type, yeah, man. Mortar launchers. I'm with it. And um, and yeah, this it takes place during the same war, the Galleon War or whatever. So it's like this is like a different perspective. And oh, they have some little DLC. What? I was gonna oh. say it's, it's elsewhere on the planet or on the continent while it takes place yep. the, same, the first one, same time. Mm-hmm. Cool. So. So while my man Welkin and them is getting it on up there in Rangrees, uh, these guys is, you know, they this squad E, they fighting in a different part of the continent. They're still part of the Federation. It would have been kind of dope, and I mean, not, you know, knocking the game, it would have been kind of dope if they would have made it from the Imperial perspective. Like, what was going on, like, a, like humanize the Imperials, you know what I mean? Like, what was, you know, what was they doing uh, while all this shit was going on? You gotta get further into the first one, sir. Oh! Yeah. Well, yep. No spoilers, but looks like we will be going back. <laughs> <laughs> but um, overall, yeah, man, game looks good. Turn-based action still good. You know what I mean? Like the um, the only gripe I have is because I have ADD. I wish the cutscenes would play the dialogue on, on their own without me having to continue to press X after every fucking person speaking. Because I'd be trying to do other shit, text, Instagram. And listen to the cutscenes, but I always I look up and 15 minutes have passed and it's still on the same dialogue and I'm like shit, forgot to press X. But um, yeah, man, good solid fucking deal, solid fucking deal, man. Like I, I scrolled through that whole best in Japan section. There was some stuff on there that had you know like piqued my interest, but this shit jumped off the page at me. It was I was like two niggas for 17 bucks. That's essentially Valk, baby. Yeah. Yeah, so for those of y'all out there, if you have not played the Valkyria Chronicles series, um, this shit is fucking dope. One of my favorite games, period, from PS3 uh, was the first one. Might be one of my favorite games, period. 
in that genre. Um, yeah, it's a pretty strong SRPG, man. It's pretty strong. Yeah. And this new one, as far as I can tell, was just because they departed from this. They went to like action RPG for a while, didn't they? Uh, they tried one that was like an action RPG, but I never actually played it. But people was like shat on it. Like it's supposed to be real, real bad. Um, I forget the name of the actual game, but yeah, they tried more of a party-based action RPG, and it just wasn't. It just didn't click. So, yeah. Well, they back. They back to the the SR RPG status, and it's hot. It's hot, man. So, uh, yeah. If you're looking for strategy RPG to play, that's like set in the fictional World War One era with dope ass characters, tons of options. Um, I love it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm already loving it. I'm actually playing a. Uh, that's why I'm kind of bouncing in and out because my multitasking is terrible. I'm playing a skirmish right now as we talk about games, uh, which I can only do with a turn-based game because I need to be able to pay attention to what we're talking about. I highly recommend it. If you got 17 bucks to spend, get on the damn, get on the PSN and cop this shit. Worth it, even if you only play the fourth one. Like if you're like, oh, I'm not gonna play the first one because I played it a lot, or you know, I don't feel like playing it remastered. The first, this fourth one is worth 17 bucks by itself, and so is the first one. So that's, cool. that's good to hear. Motherfuckers can still play turn-based games. I'm. That's all. That's oh, yeah. all I needed to hear, man. That's, that's cool. What else yeah, you, you got? Know why. Uh, uh, I've been playing Hyrule Warriors off and on, and Impa, Impa, bruh. Yes. Impa. Yep. Why did you not have that big ass sword in the regular series? Because don't nobody else fight in the regular series. So. Oh yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> touching on that too, though, when I was scrolling through, uh, I was scrolling. Oh no, through that's this, not true. This, but... The sale, but like, uh, I saw the One Piece Pirate Warriors remastered, and I was like, damn, I don't even watch One Piece, but I remember playing that game, and this shit was fun as fuck, and it just made me think again, like, what, dude, what the fuck is Kawhi doing, man? Like with my guys. Like, this uh, Hyrule Warriors is so fucking hot. Like, yeah, so dope. Nintendo wouldn't let them. Nintendo wasn't going to let them shit on that. That's why they, you know, consulted on it. We're not just going to let y'all have Zelda and make a shitty Dynasty Warriors game with it. No, this got to be one of the best ones, if not the best one. It's up there, man. Like, uh, all, but all the fucking Dragon Quest, Dragon Quest Warriors. I almost bought the new Dragon Quest too because that shit was twenty. Um, That's a really good but, game. But yeah, like Koai, if you're listening, I don't know if you'll ever hear this. Please, man, please. I don't even know what I don't even know what happened to Dynasty Warriors after Dynasty Warriors. Was it nine? They just kind of. I know they've been updating it, but they just kind of like just been doing like spinoffs so <laughs> like maybe next gen yeah yeah and this was the one we was waiting for for this gen and it took forever and it was some charm yes yeah, it was pretty bad man well it was bad when i played it you gotta say that in this day and age because shit be getting updated man and you don't be i don't be i don't even know what update is on now so it um, could be popping yeah, it could have been. It could be fixed by now. That game has. It it was like Fallout seventy six levels of like this is rotten at the core though. So I don't even know if this can be fixed. Like not even like not even being funny, man. Like like this is fucked up at the ground level. 
like the foundation is fucked so you could try and bolt shit on, bolt shit on to polish the turd but it's it's, it's this shit is rough it's still gonna be damn. rough damn yeah uh, but yeah, as far as games are concerned, uh, that's pretty much everything I played, man. So, and I'm having a good, good time playing other shit right now. That's what's up. Well, I'm glad you enjoy yourself playing different kind of games, cause uh, over here on my end, I can't fucking buy a bucket, man. My guy, um, I can't find. Ain't nothing grabbing me, and I'm buying shit, and I'm playing shit, and I'm. So, last week, I got Yakuza 6, uh, what is it, Song of Life? Mm-hmm. Something like that. I don't know if motherfuckers is, I don't know if you're familiar with the Yakuza series, but um, this is the latest entry in Kazuma Kiryu's tale of fucking beating niggas up, beating niggas up on the street barehanded for no good reason <laughs> at all. Um, <laughs> real machismo stuff, man. But this will start off uh, like almost immediately as the game start. Um, Kazuma Kiru goes to prison um, for like three years to like wipe his slate clean so he can live with his uh, like his little surrogate daughter, daughter Har- Haruka. Um, now the Yakuza story is fucking, you know, it's a Japanese, it's essentially a Japanese RPG, and it's six games deep. And it's Japanese crime melodrama, so the story is really layered and fucking complex at this point. Um, I've only played Yakuza 3, 4, and 5, so I don't know the full story, because, you know, they, you got uh, prequels, you got spinoff games like Dead Souls, and, um, yeah, it's just a really, really, really layered, like, long running story at this point but um yakuza has been known as like uh the spiritual successor to shimmu for a while mm. now that's kind of what people call it um it's an open world uh or open city game set in japan um kamurocho um and sometimes you visit like more rural er- areas but for the most part it take place in kamurocho um but yeah, back to the the, the, uh, the story. Um, he gets out of jail. He's looking for Har- Haruka because they they run this orphanage together where they take in like a, a underprivileged kids, and he he's, he's trying to get out of the Yakuza game. Um, he's not trying to do it no more. And apparently, it's really fucking hard to not be a Yakuza if you <laughs> you know been beating niggas up for however old he is. I think he's like fifty plus at this point. Just a straight just. Kazuya, that, that's who he is, pretty much. Um, fight like Kazuya, sound like Kazuya uh, from Tekken. That's who he remind me of. Mm. But um, yeah, when he gets out of jail, uh, his daughter is missing, and she had a kid, and he doesn't know who the who the father is, and that's pretty much where I'm at now. I'm, I'm I've been looking for, been going around going around the city asking questions about who this chick's father is or who this kid's father is and that leads to all kinds of combat situations niggas fight over any and everything in these games I love it it's like a (laughs) (laughs) it's like a whole fighting game like I'm at the tournament looking for my brother so 
I'm gonna fight y'all. Yeah, well, I'm about to fight y'all niggas over it to the death. Like, wait a minute, niggas step on your shoes wrong. Niggas look at you funny. Like yeah. you're just fighting to the death. And um, the thing about Yakuza is this: the story is actually really good, and it's like super grounded. But the combat and side quests are complete fucking buffoonery. It's it's so fucking Japanese, man. It's it's just hard to explain. Like the side quests are like nonsense. Like they're they're fun and funny. Like I just met this chick who's who claimed that she could uh, time jump. She thought she was from the future. Uh, like that kind of shit. I met mm. another. I met another couple who ran it. They ran. They they bumped into each other. And they switched bodies, so the man was in the chick's body and vice versa. But the but the actual story is like super grounded and self serious and really <laughs> really engrossing mafia shit. But the side quests are like completely zany, off the hook. It's got like um, cabaret mini games, and you can go play arcade games like Space Area, Virtual Fighter, and um, it's got a, it's got a bunch of weird mini games like that. Um, the latest mini game I unlocked is um, I got a group of real life real life wrestlers, Japanese wrestlers. Like they <laughs> they lent their likeness to the game, so I'm like building up this gang of wrestlers to fight other gangs of wrestlers, and like this like, <laughs> it's, like it's hard to explain, man. And like this like turn based strategy RPG mini game where you have all of these fucking wrestlers. You gotta like build them up and build their stats, and it's it's just it's off the hook, man. But the actual game, like the actual combat, is um, it's like a beat 'em up. Shimu is a good comparison. Um, and you learn all of these different uh, techniques and styles. They have these heat moves. Uh, they're basically like QTEs, where he's just fucking beating the shit out of people, just <laughs> kneeing them all in the face. <laughs> Body slamming him on the seat. That's my favorite one so far is when he just picked the nigga up and just boom him on the cement. Um, <laughs> but yeah, man, it, it's it's pretty fucking fun. But it's so similar to the la- the last game that I played. It's like it's, it almost feel like I'm playing the same game. So damn. And um, it's a Japanese story that's like based off of like a real like. Yakuza films so it's like it takes its time it's really slow before anything happens um the boss fights have been cool though and I I like the combat system in general but it does that thing of this is the new game I don't got none of my old abilities from the old game I'm starting to not like that shit like basic shit like tech roll I can't parry like this is shit that's become second nature to me at this point I gotta spend skill points in this I just spent skill points on this same shit for seven games now. Like, y'all need to knock it off, man. Like, some of this shit just mm. need to be mandatory abilities. Um, right. So, like, at the, beginning of the, at the beginning of the game, the very beginning, like, the combat is, like, kind of, like, uninteresting. She don't got no fucking moves. It's just, like, you got light attack and heavy attack. And, you know, you got you to gotta get anywhere in the skill tree for the shit to get interesting. Um... But yeah, I know I've been all over the place. I've been kind of schizo with what I've been talking about. But that's Yakuza. It's a fucking weird... It's just a weird game, man. It's hard to pin down. It's hard to explain. Um, I'm liking it, though. That shit sound sound phenomenal. 
yeah, it's pretty good, man. Especially if you never if you never played one, um, you'll be a little lost on all of the characters because it's like it's like every fucking character you meet in the game is in some yakuza family. It's like how many fucking yakuza families is it? This is the head patriarch of the Toyu family, or the the Kojima family, or the Shujin family. I'm like, goddamn! Like every everybody I meet is a yakuza. Like, <laughs> um. It's cool though, man. I like the boss fights. I'm gonna probably stick with it. It's just gonna take me a long ass time to finish it. Like it took me a long time to finish the third one, cause it's just it's got its it's got its really really slow. It's got some slow parts. You know, Japanese games or ja- Japanese yeah. stories like this one, they just they love to take their time. They love to take their time. Mm. Um, but when it crank up though, and you'll get you'll get like three or four chapters in a row that's like all action. I ain't got there yet, but I know it's coming. So, yeah, that's Yakuza Six so far. Um, I also got uh, Tales of Vesperia Definitive Definitive Edition. Okay. Um, but I already played Tales of Vesperia. It's probably my favorite Tales game. Um, yep. I played it for like maybe like an hour and a half, and I was like, "Yeah, this is still tight. This still look good. I'm probably not gonna play it." Um, not again. Like it's just too too big of a time investment. Um, and yeah, man, I just been bouncing all over the place. I haven't been able to find anything, find anything to play. No, nothing is sticking. Like yeah. I told you the other day, I tried Lost Planet too. Like what? just out of nowhere. Um, I can't argue with it. I'm just... Yeah, I was like, oh, it's backwards compatible. Let me go ahead and fucking install this and see if anybody's playing it. And I sat in the multiplayer lobby for like 20 minutes, just waiting. Nobody showed up. It's like, fuck, man. I just wanted to play. Can I just get one match in? Like, damn. Uh, so That's I a had damn to, shame, man. Yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to settle for, for single player. Um, I played one mission, forgot how fucking outlandish that game's controls is. Yep. You want me to do what? Just the action roll? You niggas is crazy. Hold down um, this, double tap this. You absolutely right. You gotta hold in the analog stick and press A. That's too many buttons for an action roll, man. Um Yeah, so I tried Lost Planet, I tried Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. Thinking I would try an old stealth game. Um <laughs> I got through like the first stage. Uh because you know I never actually played that game single player. The only Splinter Cell uh what is it, Chaos Theory? That's the third one on original OG Xbox. Old Xbox, not even Xbox 360. Um, the only mode I played in that game was the co-op. I never played the single player. Yeah. Um, and I, that's like regarded as like one of the best stealth games ever. So I played like the first stage. And I was like, yeah, this is kind of cool. But I got to move so fucking slow. And uh, when I got to the second stage... I got maybe halfway into it and I got spotted and it was one of the it was one of them spots where it's like okay this is past the point of what I'm willing to accept I'm gonna just let this nigga kill me and I'm gonna just go back to the checkpoint and you know do it over again uh what I forgot about these old ass stealth games is it ain't no checkpoints nigga if you don't manually save your ass is when that shit restarted and it was at the beginning of that goddamn second stage, the look on my face, I gotta do all of that over again? Like, no autosave? Turned it off. 
That was yep. it. What um Chaos Theory is the one? Is that the one where he's starting Japan or he's like in them huts and That's uh Pandora tomorrow. Um Okay. I got that one too. Uh I, if y'all if don't nobody know, I just recently got all of my fucking games back. They was away for a while. That's why I've been playing trying old shit. But yeah, I got uh Pandora tomorrow. I play I play like I played a lot of Pandora's tomorrow back in the day. But, I just um, remember I remember that stage with like it was like sunset and the lighting being real crazy and I that was like I was like, yo, this shit is fucking dope, man. This is yeah, shadows are real exaggerated. I think that's the first stage in Pandora tomorrow, actually. Yeah, I think it's, so. It's been, yeah. a, it's been a long time though. Um but that that part three is the only Splinter Cell game single player that I haven't played. So I figured I would play it, but um, it's probably gonna take me a while to go back to it. Now knowing what I know now, though, fucking keep up on your saves, man. Like <laughs> shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried Greedfall. Uh, that was on sale on the PSN. The um, it's sort of like a Victorian era fantasy fantasy RPG, um, but more of a Western style RPG, like a mm. Bioware style. Um, but it's super low budget. It's from the cats at Focus. I don't know if you're familiar with them. They make super low budget games. Um, yeah, they had this one. They had the, the, the game they had before this was called Technomancer. Um, I know that name. Yeah, another low budget RPG that I got maybe ten minutes into and was like, I can't even look at this. I can't. I can't do it can't even look at it though yeah i thought i was i thought i was super like open-minded i could play anything with any kind of budget guy like same thing with this grief all it's so fucking muddy like everything is all brown and (laughs) (laughs) foggy and muddy and it's pretty cool like it's got some uh it's got some cool uh concepts and ideas i like that it's like guns and swords and magic all integrated into one game and I, mm-hmm. you know, rightfully so, been shooting everything so far. Um, yeah, but it's just, it's just, it's not grabbing me. Uh, and I don't know why, because like the story so far is kind of interesting. Like you come to this unknown continent with all of these natives, and it's like you playing as basically like a colonial. Um, uh-huh. It's all fantasized though, and uh, basically we coming over here to take over their shit. Um, Sounds about right. But you can play for, because you know it's like it's an RPG, and you can choose sides, make different decisions, and this and there. So you can like side with the natives if you want, or the people that don't want to take over everything, or you can just be an asshole colonial. As far as I know, uh, I only play like maybe like two hours of it. Um, oh, I have heard of that game. I have seen. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and the combat is kind of cool. Like it's kind of fun, but it's just it's it's really low budget, man. It's like, fuck. so yeah i tried that lost planet 2 already went over um and then i turned on the xbox to see what was on game pass and i ended up fucking reinstalling final fantasy 15 since i was feeling so fucking final fantasy e uh Mm. they have the uh i played final fantasy 15 already and i didn't really like it all that much wasn't terrible but it was it was more bad than good, I'll say. Um, but this Royal Edition is like the definitive 
all of the DLCs, you know, all of the updates, all of the combat changes, you know, all in one game, the one big pack. And um, I was like, ah, it's on, it's on Game Pass, so fuck it. I'll try it anyway. I ain't played the game since 2016, so let's see if these changes actually help. Um, and this was a guy gargantuan download, by the way, 135 gigs. So yeah. Wait, excuse me. One three five. <laughs> download gigs. Download. Wow. Yep. So uh, yeah, that happened. Um, I'm still I'm still playing it. I'm like maybe on like chapter four. It's definitely an improvement. Um, they fixed a lot of a lot of problems that I had with the original game, like the combat being a little bit more nuanced and being able to actually fucking control your party members you couldn't do that in the original game you could just play you just play that as a main character um mm. you couldn't accept multiple hunts at one time uh basically like side quests you had to do them shits one at a time individually Ooh. you couldn't queue them all up and then do them all at once to turn them in uh you can do that now so like a lot of little quality of life stuff to make the game better um fast travel uh, you know the little chocobo that you unlock later in the game seems to level up a lot faster so just getting around is a lot easier and you know just some general quality of life changes so so far it is better um, so it's, it, it's a better version of a kind of okay-ish game I haven't played any of the actual DLCs yet because all of the side characters got DLC um, I'm kind of trying to do it in order like I'll play the DLCs when I get to that point in the story so we'll, we'll see how that turns out but I've been enjoying it it's, it's actually not as bad as I remember it being like maybe I was being a little too harsh on it um, <laughs> some, of the pro- some of the problems that I did have still persist though like the open world is mostly empty it's not a lot out there um pretty fucking barren and the actual this is a little bit harder to explain (laughs) but like the actual design of the world is still nonsensical I don't think they can change that like you have these high fantasy elements with all of these monsters roaming about in the field but then you have like regular gas stations and like stops and like hotels and it's like, how does that work without no armed guards around? It's just, it just don't make no sense. Like, when you start thinking about it in that context, it's, it's really kind of silly. But mm. as far as the actual game goes, it's, uh yeah, it's better. So far, it's better. So I haven't got to any of the parts that are drastically changed because there's one chapter, I think it's chapter 11 in the original game that was fucking atrocious. Like, so, so bad. Like, Green Cave bad. Um, yeah, that's been completely redone, um, from what I've heard, so, and then, like, the last section of the game, because, like, the big problem with Final Fantasy XV is, like, the beginning of the game was kind of cool, but then they just, once you hit, like, the 30-hour mark, they just tunnel you through the rest of the game, and it's just, like, corridor, boss fight, corridor, boss fight, corridor, boss fight, um, supposedly all of that has been fixed, so... I won't know any of that till I get there, though. So we go see. Um, 
I'm definitely gonna play it again though. I'm 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 interested. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it the full rundown this time. I'm I'm gonna play the game. I'm gonna watch the fucking King, King's Glaive movie. I'm gonna watch the anime shorts. I'm gonna do the whole shebang a bang to see what uh, this experience man. is like. Randomly enough, I really like the King's Glaive movie and I watched anime, but I haven't played the game. So you might have just sold me on that shit because I saw that shit on the PlayStation sale. So. Well, I got the base game on PlayStation if you want to play it. Um, it's not the Royal Edition, um, but it'll have all of the quality of life changes. If you just want to play that one. Um, might have it to. Won't, it won't be any of the DLCs, though. And um, I'm not going to play the multiplayer again because I already played that. So, yeah. Final Fantasy 15. Seven got a nigga gassed up. So, Hey, that's good, though. Maybe the fire is back. Yeah, maybe. I'm liking it, though, man. I'm liking it. What was you about to say? Uh, I was going to say, they got a multiplayer? Yeah, it's called Comrades. Uh, it was part like of... another word for bros. <laughs> fuck. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> it, was, it was part of the season pass before, but then they started selling it standalone. Um, I think it's like $10. Uh, it's not that good because... The combat is not that good, Final Fantasy 15. So, and that's really all it is. It's like short little combat missions, co-op missions. So, yeah. Well, damn. And that was it. That's all. That's all I played. Um, nothing has stuck. I didn't play any Animal Crossing. Um, I did not go back to Final Fantasy 7 remake. And uh, yeah, I'm soul searching right now. Uh, I'm definitely gonna play. Weird, I'm definitely gonna play 15, but I can't find nothing else to play right now. It's a weird time right now. It's like old nostalgia uh, city time. Like it's a lot of old shit popping right now. Besides, like you know, Modern Warfare, Warzone, or Call of Duty Warzone, and same that's basic old, shit that's, that's been popping. That's old shit too, nigga. Oh, I did try. <laughs> I did try. Uh, I did try Neo 2 again, and mm. um. In a in a in a in a wild uh, I, I made I made a, I made a bad decision and fucked up my build, so I gotta fix that oh. before I can play it again. Yep, one of my personal favorite moves in that game because I remember I did that shit in the uh, the first beta. I was like, I'm gonna try all poison, and then I was just getting my fucking titties twisted. Like, but yep, I was like, oh, let me try ninjutsu, nigga, in bed. Uh, Bet all over the rail trying that shit, man. But um, <laughs> that shit. That was getting bent up. Of, uh, was getting bent up anyway. So go ahead. I was saying that shit reminded me of the time that I tried to completely change my build halfway through Dark Souls Two, and I was going to use all uh, holy magic or whatever the fuck is called in there, divine magic or whatever. And um, yeah, better <laughs> pick that poison katana and fucking stop playing. <laughs> that shit ain't. <laughs> That shit ain't carry you through that shit. That was my shit in uh, Dark Souls 2. Goddamn miracles, man. But I can't I can't fight. So it's like I need I have to have you I have to have like very user-friendly shit to get me through that game, man. So you know, I, I was like, oh, this requires like an actual level of like prep and skill. I can't just spam these lightning bolts because this nigga gotta pull them out, cast them, and then throw them. Yeah, I was getting my man, I was getting my ass handed to me. 
Yeah, that's what that's uh, what happened when you switch bit when you switch builds mid game. You used to a certain mm-hmm. pace and then it all change up. I'm blaming Man. all you niggas for what they did to Poison, though. If you ran Poison in Dark Souls 2, you an asshole. Because that shit was broken, and now it's useless. They quickly right. got, they quickly remedied, remedied that problem. Oh, well, y'all niggas, uh, not gonna do that again. Poison, Manslayer, plus five. Every fucking run. <laughs> niggas, was getting, <laughs> niggas was getting over. I was using the darts. I wasn't fucking around. Or the arrows, I mean. Laying y'all down, man. What? Mm-hmm. Gee. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was all I played, though. All right. Well, uh, you want to take another uh, another short break? Come back and do. Uh, is there any like? Do we have any news to talk about? Any like releases or anything? We'll come back and talk about that, and then do our top not five. Really, not really. Not nothing major. Um, if you scour in the internet on random message boards, be careful because th- apparently there's been a huge Last of Us Two leak. Story details. Ooh. It's all out there. So somebody has played it somehow. Um, well, damn. Yep. So uh, watch your shit when it comes to spoilers. All right. Well, in that case, we can just keep it rocking. We can go straight into the top five if you want. All right. You want to do movies or games first? Uh, let's start with movies because I technically have not finished my games list. <laughs> <laughs> you want to take a break? You, you need a couple minutes or? No, no, I got, it. I got some ideas. I, I just want we do movies. Um, I'll start. I'll do my top five real quick. That way, while you're doing your top five, I can finish my my games list. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, top five sequels better than the original edition movies. Off the bat, oh no, I, I'm I, I can do these in order. I can do these in order. Um. You probably go have the same one. Number five. Number five, I will say, this is going to be weird. Fast and the Furious 2. Better than the first one? Very, better than the first one. <laughs> I, 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 I like the Miami shit, man. It would, and it, was, it wasn't too stupid yet, but it was just like just enough, a little bit more of the same shit. Like it was more hot cars, more ladies more like you know but they were starting to get into the stupid ass cop plot with you know Uh i just just a little bit enough to push me over the top man so yeah that's where i'm at fast and furious 2 is number five for me all right uh number four for me is actually three movies but it's all in the same series and they all better than the first one and that's rocky 2 3 and four. Okay, that's a solid pick (laughs) i fucks (laughs) i fucks with that I, i endorse that thoroughly all of them. I personally, I mean, personally, to me, Rocky Four is the best one. But that's because like, I'm biased. I, like, and that was, I think Creed is the best one. But yeah, I got you. Look. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, man. Um. Rocky was good, but like, I like that. I like when they get into you know, like when they just really get stupid with it. <laughs> yeah, know, like that, shit, that shit is fucking wrestling, bro. That is not a boxing movie. That is professional yeah, wrestling. I love that shit. Once they decided to say fuck it and let's just get stupid, like we did our hometown hero story, and now we're about to just make a superhero movie with boxers in it. Yep. Yep. Um, number three on my list. And only because number two and number one are so fucking good that this is number three. If this was any other list, this would be number one Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Ah, 
I got that on my list too, nigga. <laughs> that shit, that shit is so much better than the first one. It's not even fun. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably the best Marvel movie, man. At least standalone, with, without relying too much on cameos, like. That's, and that's yeah. it's just a good spy movie, man. Like, yeah, yeah. And Cap is Cap is the hardest, man. Like, I don't care what nobody said. Cap is the hardest character in the MCU by far, hands down. So, yeah, they really, they really stepped it up. The hands was incredible. The action sequences incredible. The the costumes the, between one and two incredible. Like everything was like a quantum leap. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yep. Like. Yeah, they, they the the Cuddy level went up like that was like it, that I, was that was like when I don't know what else was coming out around that time, but it seemed like Marvel really hit their stride. It started it seemed like it started with that movie. Like this is how the action scenes look. This is the costume set design. Like this is how the choreograph is gonna be. Like everything sort of like lined up with that movie. And that, that shit was way yeah. better than I thought it was going to be, man. Because I didn't really like the first Captain America movie, to be honest with you. I didn't either. I didn't either. Yep. Um, yeah, like, uh, because if you think about it, it's like, even just in the MCU, we'll have to do a top five Marvel movies thing here in the next couple of episodes. But even just in the MCU, like you were saying, like Iron Man 1, mm, Iron Man 2, Iron Man standalone movies as a whole just kind of, mm, but like from one to two, like even Thor one and two, both from Sherm. Thor didn't get good until Ragnarok. Uh, like, you know what I mean? Like solo, solo movies wise, like besides Black Panther, you know what I mean? Like Marvel's solo movies, they they just all kind of setting you up to watch the Avengers. Cap, Cap's solo movies. I mean, because you can't even really consider the uh, fucking Civil War solo. Yeah, movie, that's an that's an Avengers. Winters, so <laughs> right. <laughs> But Winter Soldier, that's the probably the best. That's definitely the best standalone Marvel movie, and it's probably top three all the Marvel movies. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. period. Yep. So, so yeah, that's my number three. And like I say, only because number two and number one are so good, that would be number one. Otherwise, uh, you're, you'll definitely probably have these on your list. Um, number two for me, and only because I like the other one so much number two for me is terminator 2 terminator 2 james cameron okay um terminator 1 is a fucking great movie but terminator 2 like you you talking about put some money on the subbies like yeah man y'all gonna give me james cameron's like give me as much money as you can give me and i will give you the best action movie of all time probably definitely the first big budget action movie and definitely the best terminator movie like without question yeah yeah so so yeah like you really like everything just got bigger the, the stakes got bigger like you said with the end of the world thing you know what i mean like the fucking the, vi- the villain got bigger the the fucking even the family aspect got bigger the the morality like the this it's, man there's so much shit going on in that story and they still killing niggas while it's going on it's like right man set piece explosions trucks right. choppers like many many yeah, guns man. fucking cgi uh one-liners 
Arnold still got it. Like, <laughs> fuck, man. Boy and his robot story, but not super fucking corny. Like, actually kind of heartfelt and touching. Like, man, just... Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep. That's, that's, that's... James Cameron, I know you're not listening, but when you listen to this, I'm going to tell you, man, that you, you did that. Definitely did that. And last but not least, and this was like the top three, man, they all so fucking good. But, you know, I'm judging from my personal preference. So uh, number one for me is Aliens. I knew, was gonna, I knew it was going to be Aliens. I knew it was going to be Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> because, okay, and here, unpopular opinion incoming. I don't really like the first Alien movie. I don't like Alien. It's kind of it's like it's it. boring. Right. It's kinda, like... Kind of boring. It's like they didn't really... You know, it was like it was it was like a kind of like a horror suspense, like uh, something's gonna jump out and grab. Yeah, me I like that. I like action and alien movies, man. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Like, I period. I'm trying to see Marines with exosuits and gun. I'm trying to see Halo fucking aliens. That's what I'm trying to see. Marines, pretty much fighting aliens. I'm good. Yeah. I'm Gucci. And in that, and that, and that's another thing that would make aliens so tight. It's like it had all the elements pacing wise of the first one but intro and you know like fucking introduce this whole niggas with guns storyline you got the face huggers jumping out of crazy shit like is it behind you is it in the closet can the alien grab the alien might grab you through the floor it's creeping what's going on suspense shit but also we got 40 watt pulse rifles uh with uh m1a1 uh under barrel grenade launcher <laughs> and like you know like and even that shit didn't even matter. Like we have all this shit, we badasses, and we still getting folded up. Yeah, man. Bar none for me, in terms of like nostalgic affinity. Overall, like, cause they really switched to like, cause Aliens never went back to what Alien was. They was like, we about to try to continue to get this shit popping every movie, and that was that's that. Even though it wasn't as big, like as far as like on the set piece type shit, it wasn't as big budget or anything like that. Still to this day, man, like that movie is very charming, very charming. The fucking the art, the, not the art style, but like the costume design, the way the guns look, the you know the cool characters, like the cast of characters. You got Vasquez, you got Drake, you know Hudson Hicks. I can still remember these niggas' names, and the movie is thirty years old <laughs> and some change, like. Yeah, man, that's um, that's definitely number one for me. Not because Terminator Two isn't great, and not because Winter Soldier isn't great. Because in recent, the last decade, Winter Soldier is probably the best action movie that's come out. I might be, I might be hype beasting right now, but, but yeah, man, Aliens to me, it's just got that, it's just got that it factor, which consistently combined with Predator, the first Predator, as far as like on the action movie shit, the the fucking initial, the product being so good that make the, the shit that they release afterwards so disappointing it, like aliens not so much though like alien 3 was kind of corny but it was all right alien resurrection was okay uh and then they got into fucking prometheus and uh alien covenant which are like what's going on i don't, I don't even remember covenant man i don't even know if i seen covenant i gotta i gotta covenant. i gotta refresh it's like I will I will give them I will give him this though. It's like uh Rip, Ridley Scott, like it's like um it's a definite like mainline direct sequel to Prometheus. Like they go right into the act, you know, it's like it's the story is actually really well done. It's just like why was this the lane y'all decided? I guess you wanted to go back to kind of cause the money was so cooked. But 
cooked it. Yeah, they they fired it up, man. But yeah, that's my top five, man. And uh, pretty fucking solid. I'm sticking to it. Pretty fucking strong. All right, our our lists are very similar. Um, I have Winter Soldier at five. I have mm. Terminator Two at four. Right? Mm. Well, no, Terminator Two is at three, actually. Um, at four, I have it's a threefer. It's a trilogy that I think gets progressively better. I don't know if that's cheating or not, but the latest uh, Planet of the Apes trilogy is uh, very fucking strong. Um, And I think those movies get progressively better not only with the CGI and the performances, Anthony Serkis getting better and better at being a fucking CGI character. Um, The escalation of the action, like it's like a good action movie, like just like in general. And Mm -hmm. It's a good fucking story. And you care about the goddamn apes more than you do any of the shitty humans. It's like... <laughs> yeah. And, and this is why I don't get the Transformers argument of why they always got to put fucking human characters in their movie. It's like, no, you don't. You can have just Transformers in a movie. Anyway, I digress. Um, but it's true. Yeah, we don't need no human characters, man. You could do you could do a movie with just CGI characters and humanize them, man. This is the perfect example of it. Is these apes movies like, and I think they all get progressively better. They all strong on their on their own, but just the escalation of the story and the tension and just really good build up. Um, and I really like those movies. Uh, so that was that was number four, right? Oh no, that's number three. All right, so number two is, and this is a tough one for me. Uh, Back to the Future 2. Um, oh! Yeah. I really, really, really like the first Back to the Future movie, man. Um, yeah. Definitely one of my favorite movies of all time. But part two was just a little bit more fun. It was a little bit more all over the place with the. Just going into the future, man. That whole scene at the time was just fucking crazy to me. Hoverboards and you meet his kids and. He got a shitty job and <laughs> and it's fucking funny and all kinds of good yeah. good one-liners and it tie in so good to the first movie. Um, yeah, man, definitely, definitely, definitely one of my favorite part one and part two. Like complement each other well, but uh, I think I got to put two over one, man. Just, just, just slightly though. Yeah, um, it's a go ahead. It's a good example. It's a good example of like you just said, like continuity without like because if you generally speaking, a sequel is going to crash. It's going to fuck something up for most sequels. So it's like the fact that it still felt like the first one. It wasn't, you know, I'm like it, it didn't divert too much from the original level of like what was going on and the time travel thing. And it was like, well, we went back to the past. Now we got to go back to the future. And then, like you say, it was just really well written how they imagine Marty McFly's life playing out in like an unsatisfactory way, like because his dad was kind of like, an, you know, it, they, yeah. they, they gave you a little bit more on top of what they already gave you in the first one. And it was really it felt really natural. It felt like they was written at the same time. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's 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 what I was about to say. Like, it, it honestly, it feels like outside of, you know, changing one actress, um, it feels like. Okay. It feels like one long movie. Like if you was to watch them back to back, 
and if that actress didn't change you would think like this is just one movie right like if they mesh that well together yeah really do really do um but yeah it's just part two was just a little bit more fun with the, the hoverboard and then you take the hoverboard to the past and you see the old scenes playing out again it's just it's some good like nostalgia in a nostalgia movie double nostalgia it's i don't know it's hard to explain but definitely one of my favorite movies um yeah man all right number one is kind of a cliche pick uh the dark knight i'm sorry guys i know it's super like everybody fucking love that movie uh, greatest superhero movie of all time uh, but um why i put it as most improved sequel is because i don't really like i really like batman begins at all like i didn't know <laughs> i didn't know what the i didn't know what the big deal was and i felt like I felt like that hating ass nigga, like, cause when we came out of the movies, cause uh, this that came way back in the AIP days. We went to go see the first one, and mm-hmm. everybody was like, "Yeah, that was so good." And I'm like, "What is you niggas talking about? Like that shit was boring." Yeah, it was like, and it was all all of the action was shaky cam, and why was Batman yelling? Um, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> And the scarecrow, like that's the guy. You can't even fight him, like. Hey, but when he sprayed my nigga, caught him. You thought he was gonna come here and beat me up, nigga? But yeah, but but on to the Dark Knight. Like, I was completely unconvinced. And the internet was saying, you know, the internet was bubbling before I went to go see it. Like, this is the must-see and greatest blah 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 blah. And I didn't, I wasn't buying into it. Went to go see that shit after the first opening scene with the Joker. I was like, okay, I was already yeah, they sold. Killed, they killed that. Like this shit, this shit is off the hook. Like this shit is already off the hook. And I contribute a lot of that of less emphasis on Batman because. I don't. I still don't think that's a great Batman. Um, nah. And they just let Joker carry a movie, um, which he did convincingly. Did yeah, and you know, legendary performance. Blah 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 blah. We heard it all before, but definitely the most improved sequel because I went from not even. I went from not liking that. I thought I wasn't gonna like that movie at all, like that series of movies. But that one completely turned me around, and then kind of turned me around again with the third one. But. <laughs> Man, just all up and down with that with the Nolan series, but um, definitely a vast improvement over that first movie. And uh, yeah, that's my that's my list. Word, I fucks with it. I I gotta say, man, um, I did not see that coming. Didn't see that coming. What the Dark Knight? Dark, Dark Knight first. Yeah, I mean, but you know what? Honestly, like in terms of like how you explain it, it makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm just thinking in terms of like not even necessarily my favorite movie, not my favorite superhero movie, just my expectations, like and most improved, like like improvement of a sequel because I wasn't on board at all. Like I just I wasn't I wasn't feeling it. <laughs> I was not. Yeah, because the first one is the first one is boring, fucking boring. Yeah, and I wasn't really like at that particular time, I wasn't really on Batman how I am now. Um, it was a combination of that Dark Knight movie and then the Arkham, the Arkham games, like that combination of things, like really like 
got me back into Batman. Like, okay, yeah. I forgot this was the nigga. Like, you know, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. Um. Cool, man. Yeah, that's a solid list, brothers. I mean, and I, and you know, and another. Uh, unique but very strong pick the Planet of the Apes movies man I didn't even think about it like that but yeah they solid as fuck from front to back like when they dropped the first one I'm like well but what happened now what happened now in my opinion hot take or whatever I think that's the best movie trilogy so like three movies pretty fucking good yeah three movies strong that's the best trilogy so it's pretty damn good and and with the level of nostalgia attached to the original Planet of the Apes for people who like you know you know the movies like they didn't cook the money at all like very well they fixed like, it they, they fucking made us forget about fucking uh marky mark's fucking oh yeah we forgot See, all about forgot. that yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah forgot we forgot all about that forgot all about that bullshit because this shit was so good man yeah man and um yeah like they departed enough from the the, the originals like they didn't try to make them again so it was like it's cool it's real cool um so yeah let's move on into the game space and it's funny that you mentioned my mans because he's on my list but we'll talk about that here in a second so my top five sequels better than the original games at number five unpopular opinion incoming at number five tekken tag tournament tekken tag tournament tekken tag tournament over tekken three over Tekken 3 over just yeah over singular Tekken and over Tekken 3 okay that's actually a really strong pick that's I, that's, that's the uh, fan favorite Tekken game so yeah I I mean I, I didn't really play I mean you know me and fighting games man I used to play because y'all used to play but like when I worked at Aladdin's Castle nigga and that Tekken tag was out boy I was glued to that bitch and something about just having two characters which is like an extra chance for me not to get my ass handed to me by somebody like I just I just that was that kicked it off for me man and the characters the roster like it was it was yeah that's me right. right there that's number even, five I, I ain't even consider attacking okay solid pick uh at number four at number four I have Far Cry 3 oh yeah definitely from, definitely from the jump from one and two and Predator which I played all three of them uh two three like man when i first put when i first booted up far cry 3 nigga i was like in awe i can go where i can go there and there and over here i can man and and you can do you can do so much goofy action movie shit in that game with the vehicles and what do they call them they're called executions or takedowns takedowns Takedowns. yeah and they got various different takedowns with each gun and you can hijack people and yeah it's just and you had all this crazy open world shit to do. Like, yeah, that that was a giant leap for that. That was a giant leap for that series. And it, Ubisoft's like formula for open world games in general, like really benefited from that game. Yeah, definitely, man. Because it, it it introduced like you know obviously with the, the checkpoints or like the strongholds or whatever that become like the theme of Ubi, Ubisoft games. Period. Like all the different games where you capture this or you know like all that shit. Yep. Um. And I just thought I remember I remember I remember thinking the guns was sick looking like I'm holding the MP5 and it looked like the MP5 and I'm just you know what I mean like it, it was it was litty as they like to say as the kids like to say very litty. Um, 
And so moving from there uh, to my man's that we were just talking about, uh, Batman Arkham City over Arkham Asylum. That's actually a really strong pick. Yep. 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 Arkham Asylum was like, it was cool. It was fucking Batman looked good. Everything looked good, but it just wasn't enough space for me to Batman. Like, I need all this space to Batman. Yeah, they they opened up they opened up the city instead of being on Arkham Asylum, and they gave him all these new movement tools so you could zip around the city really quick, and it just I don't know, just made you feel like Batman even more. Um, yep. But in my opinion, those games have been getting progressively better. I know you didn't play Arkham Knight, so can't really comment. Uh, but yeah, even that I game was like a jump. <laughs> Go ahead. I played the first 30 minutes of Arkham Knight and I got shot at by some regular ass niggas and I haven't played it since. I own the game. I just mm. I just I haven't uh not that I, <laughs> I won't go back and play it, but I just I just um I thought I was gonna be out there Batman and, and I was out there looking like you know a oh, nigga in a Batman suit. That's another game where you gotta get all your skills back. It's the third game, but look. Right, but I'm I'm Batman, but I'm broke. How am I broke? Mm. but yeah man really good um i mean obviously like you were saying in terms of like the batman presentation it really gives it really kind of sheds some good light on just batman you know what i mean like you get to really feel fucking tough i'm and dropping they, down in the middle of all these dudes and yeah and they double <sighs> down on like the uh just like the characters that show up in the cameos just like the batman lore like which was already pretty fucking strong in arkham asylum like it was like thick with that stuff I was hearing about all kinds of motherfuckers I didn't know that was in Batman and they just they added even more of that in Arkham City like we go teach you more about Batman not just mm-hmm. this, not just the surface level Joker Catwoman Poison Ivy like there's all kinds of eyeballs in there Killer Moth motherfucking <laughs> and Fire Firefly and yeah some, yeah, some and, weirdos in there and they expanded on like you know like the detective mode and like the investigations and you know like you really can Cause you know, I mean, when I when I I want to see Batman punching niggas, but also he is the quote unquote greatest detective on the planet, et cetera, et cetera. It's supposed to be smart. It gave him more toys, more tools. Yeah, you know, and that they, that kind of stuff's only. They they expanded his combat a whole lot too. He got way more combat toys, options, and yeah, it's just the overall. It's just a flat out better game than the first one. Like you right about that. It's just a better every aspect. Yep, and then moving, uh, moving forward, moving, going back to my niggas at Ubisoft, uh, Assassin's Creed Two over Part One. That's funny yeah. enough. That's on my list. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not surprised, man, because one was cool, man. Shout out to my man Altair. Nope, nope, nope. I can't get you that. I can't get. I gotta disagree. I'm sorry, but oh. Assassin's Creed One. <laughs> <laughs> Assassin's Creed 1 is cool for like the first hour, maybe the hour and a half, until you realize I'm doing the same fucking thing over and over and over again. It ain't no mission variety. There's no None. mission variety. Yep. Interrogation, assassination, hiding some hay. Yep. But yeah, uh, man, they 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 broke loose with two, man. My man's, you know what I mean? Um, I forgot the nigga, Ezio. But yeah, and then and the and the subsequent sequels with Ezio, Ezio's man, his games was, they, his, his shit was so hot they had to re-release him as a collection, man. Um, yeah, yeah that was, was definitely he, a. He was the cover boy for the series for a long time. Yeah, 
Yeah, and I and you know what I liked in, in just you know considering all of those games, I like watching him age, and he didn't like you know what I mean. Like when you went from one game to the next, like when you played as older Ezio in the last one, he was a fucking he he was a beast. They didn't jerk you, they didn't jerk you. You you could just fuck people up because I'm Ezio. I've been doing this shit for forty years. Yeah, Assassin's, um, Assassin's Creed is a really good pick because the first one was like it was a cool idea conceptually art tech all of that was good but it kind of felt like a tech demo like it's just it's just not enough here you had to repeat yeah. all you had to keep repeating these missions to unlock the main mission like it was that shit was rough man and he couldn't fight yeah i mean and he, he ain't really had no toys you got daggers that was it throwing daggers he ain't had no toy he ain't had no tools no toys yeah, I would. Um, I don't know how they would do it or what they would do. I would like for them to, to revisit my nigga uh, Altai year. Some, I mean, even though they closed out that story, so I guess technically they they couldn't. But like, I would like for them to go back and give my nigga some some love. I don't care if you got to just. He comes you know, back in once. He come back in some game. I can't even remember which one it is. Assassin's Creed is so. Yeah. Long, all, all going, long going, and it's like it's like its own established thing at this point. It's it's hard to even keep up with it now. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I uh, definitely like to jump from one to because you know, like you say, when you got into two, even though it was still a lot of repetition and shit like that, it it was nice because it was like more city. You know, what I mean, you was inside Florence and you was doing like all these things in Italy, so it wasn't as much land mass as one per se, like. But one was like hella open, like you're in the desert. You it's a lot of like, a, a lot, lot of cruising, a lot of open space with nothing to do. Yeah, with nothing to do. Looking um, for, I'm out here looking for flags, nigga. Like what? Y'all got me doing, man. I'm supposed to be the. I'm supposed to be the one to save you, the guy. Yeah, you, um, you, had, you, you got, you have no idea how impressive I thought that game was. First 15 minutes, oh, I'm about to go in. I had to. Fucking stupid fuckboy edition and all of that. Oh, I'm about to I'm about to go in. Wait a minute, I just did this mission. I, I just wait, hold up. Is this is this shit whack? Mm. Wait a minute. And I still I still end up beating the game. Sad. I did too. I did too. Yep. Um, yeah, so that was a good jump. Ubisoft has a tendency. I mean, I think it was like around that same time with the Far Cry, and they were starting to implement a lot of that same shit in a lot of their games and and um so yeah, man, uh, that was a good a good jump. And um, last but not least, number one on my list is Halo Two. Oh, that's a good, that's a, that's a, that's a seminal piece right there. That's yeah. a seminal piece of art. Of art. <laughs> that's yeah. a good one. Not only, not only did I play the dog shit out of Halo Two, I mean like the dog. Sh- I don't think I've ever played a game as much as I played Halo Two, and I played a lot of shit a lot of time. Um, but. Halo 1 is cool, man. Halo 1 is cool. I fucks with Halo 1. We played Halo 1 a lot. But campaign, the delivery of the story, the visuals, like, and then, of course, the multiplayer off the fucking chain. The first game really of its type with online multiplayer lobbies and parties. and Yeah, yeah. Dare, dare I say an important game for console gaming. Um, it just felt like because Halo was so much easier, fresher breath air to even just play, it was like, well, I guess we playing Halo. Like, I love SOCOM, but goddamn, I'm stressed out <laughs> even trying to find y'all on here to play it. Like, I'm already stressed. We're not even in the match yet. 
it just removed it was just another layer removed of a hassle with online games that was one of the first ones where it was just like easy you press a button and you go didn't used yep. to be like that did not used to and be yeah. like that <laughs> and y'all all come with me 99.5 percent of the time yeah somebody might not make the jump you know it was a little it had some rough edges but it was definitely like the template of like modern matchmaking so yeah so even that in and of itself you know what i mean and then just the game itself man like more more haloing more of the story you got to play as the arbiter which was the shit um and uh yeah man that um yeah i played the fucking shit out of that so that's my top five man that's me right there all right cool uh my top five most improved sequels over the original uh number five we already went over assassin's creed um i got one thing to add to assassin's creed though i say assassin's creed multiple times because um not only assassin's creed one to two which is like super commendable um then you had assassin's creed three which was kind of like ugh, what happened Man. And then right, and then right after that, we had Black Flag, and I was like, "Oh, I fucking love Assassin's, I love Assassin's Creed again." <laughs> and then we had Rogue, and then we had what was the first one on PS4? I forget. I Revelations, nigga. No, was it Revelations? Yes, that's the name of it. And then it was like, "Oh, Assassin's Creed is shitty again, right?" And it was like <laughs> this real turbulent relationship with Assassin's Creed, a lot of up and down. Then they came back with. Um, Shit, the Fry Twins, EV and Syndicate, Syndicate, yeah, Syndicate, and the Syndicate was good. It wasn't amazing, but it was good. It was like, okay, Assassin's Creed is good again. Then they came with fucking Origins and Odyssey, which are both like phenomenal, like off the hook. Um, so yeah, multiple times for Assassin's Creed, like, oh no, I fucked the money up. It's not Revelations. Um, oh shit, I can't remember the name of that motherfucker. <laughs> I didn't think it was Revelations. Now, Revelations is Ezio. That's the second uh, Ezio joint. Or it might be the third. That's the third Ezio joint. It goes yeah. to Brotherhood, Revelations. Right, right. And Brotherhood, let's talk about... Well, not Let's not, but you know what I mean. Yep. And he, even that game was like an improvement over like over two. Like, you know? So, Unity. Unity. That's right. Unity. Unity. Yep. Okay. The one that we totally fucking forgot the name of um that's the only one that's the only mainline one i didn't finish so yeah and, I that's, say, and, and that's saying something i'm the i'm the fucking shit storm when it comes to games guy so i didn't finish it i um, finished that motherfucker and i didn't finish black flag so i don't know what's going on over here <laughs> yep so yeah assassin's, assassin's creed multiple times uh huge improvements um at number four, I have Divinity 2, Original Sin. Now, I know this isn't a super popular game, but as far as turn-based RPGs go, man, turn-based battle systems um, and role-playing, like choices with consequence, choices that matter, and being able to do... Having a lot of different options as far as like role-playing goes in a game, uh, Divinity 2 is just... That shit is just off the hook, man. Um, a must play for RPG fans. That's what I tell everybody. Definitely mm. slept on. Not really all that known. Um, it's by Larian Studios. They, they're like a small, smaller indie-ish developer. 
Um, but as far as combat goes, just the shit you can do, man. Uh, the rules of the game are very, very, very open. It's one of these. It's one of these games like Breath of the Wild and Metal Gear Solid Five, um, where you know, you know, experimentation with a lot of games it leads to a lot of no's. Like, oh no, that don't work, or that don't work either. Um, this is more of a oh, that shit totally works, and it should. It's one of those kind of battle systems. Um, oh yeah, where it can feel like you almost cheating if you think of a good idea. You can completely bypass a lot of boss fights by trying smart clever shit you can you can steal fucking loot everything in the game kill everybody if you want to like it's just so many away so many ways to be devious and to get away with shit if you're smart about it and if you think outside of the box outside of the rules it's just one of those games um so yeah and it's what's so what's so much better about the second one than the first one is uh the presentation chops just like the voice acting and graphics battle animations like all of that stuff is vastly vastly improved over the first one um highly mm-hmm. highly recommend that game if you like uh western style rpgs man it's divinity 2 is yeah and it's got fucking co-op and a turn-based rpg like boom like what like four-player co-op which is its own brand of shenanigans motherfuckers running around doing their own thing can can be pretty hilarious um Number three is it's gonna seem really weird to have it this high on the list. Uh, Ocarina of Time. Hey. Um, yep. Uh, I don't know if that's cheating or not, going from one dimension to the next, you know. <laughs> but yeah, Ocarina of Time. A lot like The Dark Knight. Just been talked about front and back by everybody that like games. Uh, you know why it's on here. Um, you know. Yeah, hugely for Zelda, hugely for Nintendo. Blase, 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 blase. Um, number two, I have Super Smash Brothers Melee from Super Smash Brothers. Hey. <laughs> yep. Um, didn't play a whole lot of the original Smash Brothers. We 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 played it like maybe like a handful of times. But um. Yeah, but wrestling and Bond was out at that same time, so. Yeah, it didn't it it didn't really click until Melee, and. Melee is just one of those, like, it's still motherfuckers playing Melee in tournament. Uh, it's still active. It hasn't, been, it hasn't been patched. It hasn't been updated. Nothing has been added. And motherfuckers are still playing it 40 fucking goddamn years later. Like, <laughs> it's, just a, it's just a testament of how fucking good that game is. Like, motherfuckers stopped playing Brawl. Was like, we don't want to play this one. Melee. And went back to playing melee. They modded Brawl to play to have it play more like melee. Like motherfuckers changed the coding of the game. Like that's how good melee was. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at number one, I have Street Fighter Two. Uh, Damn. Yeah. Probably the most important game for me personally. I probably wouldn't even be here talking about this shit right now if it wasn't for Street Fighter Two. That is a that shit completely changed that shit changed the game man in so many ways uh you can ask anybody that like really really knows me when i was that young my brother my mom my cousins like i went completely ape shit for that game when it came out like i cuckoo for cocoa puffs (laughs) and it was at the arcade 
at the time. This wasn't at home. So I had to make a fucking journey all the way up to fucking Stonehenge just to play the game. And, Which... and didn't have a whole lot of money at the time. So yep. I go all the way up there to play maybe two or three games and and just like fucking looking at the game was, was entertaining. Um, and yeah, Street Fighter 2 being important to a lot of people in a lot of different, you know, so many, so many different ways. Not just the FGC, but it, it kicked off a whole era of spinoffs. It pretty much, like, it didn't create the fighting game genre, but it really, like, altered the blueprint and the DNA. Like, that game is still being made in different, like, capacities. So, yeah. yeah, it kicked off the uh, the the concept of the 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 mirror match, quote unquote, or the rivalry. Sub Zero, Scorpion, Ken, Ryu. You know what I mean? Like the fucking the the tight looking characters. Characters look tight. They had their own little story. You know what I mean? Like personality wise, like stages, like really like iconic stages. Like yeah, yeah man. It's a lot of it's a lot and going it, uh, on there. And it uh just complexity wise, like think about games back then. Like that shit had a joystick and six buttons, like which is like not that's not crazy now, okay, but like back then, like fucking six buttons and a joystick, that's like and then you had like you know, light, medium, heavy jump attacks, and then you had hidden special moves, like it's just as far as depth goes with a game, like it really helped on that front too. So, and again, it kicked off a whole genre, spawned Mortal Kombat, which went on to do gangbusters and yeah, pretty much created a genre. Oh yeah, um, yeah. And I wouldn't like games nearly as much as I do now if it wasn't for that game. That shit had a had a horrible impact on me, man. That shit was <laughs> <laughs> that shit was disgusting, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. Damn. Yep, that's my I, list. I was trying to think while you was talking about how much that impacted you as far as, like, games are concerned. I'm like, what was the game that I was... The first time I can remember, like, really fucking getting on a game like that was probably Castlevania, man. The first... Ca- I remember, because I bought the first Castlevania with my own money. I remember going to Toys R Us, and that shit was 75 bucks, nigga, back then. Like... Yeah, um, cartridges, boy. Yeah, man, but yeah, it's crazy. Like you say, though, Street Fighter really, really shaped a generation, man. I can remember, I, I remember getting in like legit fist fights over Street Fighter, like actually fighting you over a game, which is that's the first time that ever happened. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's a damn, damn, damn good pick. Damn good pick. Pretty solid, unorthodox overall list, though. Like, and you know, you hit niggas with the curveball with Divinity, which I know you've been trying to tell me about. And, uh, yeah, I, I, I shop. I shop that game to every single gamer that I can. Uh, I just got my one homegirl to finish it. I'm so happy that she actually played it. Like I'm, I try to shop everybody on that game, man. Like that shit is, that shit is phenomenal. Mm. I might have to. I might have to take a little look, man. Because, and you know, I don't know why. I, I don't know why I'd be so stubborn. Because I know nine times out of ten, your recommendations is gonna be, like, you're not gonna throwing me in the pool like even if it's like some niche kind of off the hook shit like you only really recommend shit that's gonna be on fire and then i'll be like man dog that that's so-and-so man at monster hunter 
I try to tell you. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> be acting brand new when they pull up on some shit. Yep, the arrival of the prophet, man. I'll be trying to tell y'all. Man, nigga don't make bad recommendations in games. Like, really, really hot, hot recommendations. But, uh, yeah, shit, man. Um, It's a pretty solid list, obviously. I mean, but yeah, overall, overall, I think that was a, that's, that was a pretty good first pick, man. I, I gotta say, uh, I didn't expect it to be a fighting game, but it makes sense though the way you broke it down, like what Street Fighter Two as a game did for really gaming. Like it was really like the first stylistic, character-driven game of uh, of any type of game. You know what I mean? Yeah, way ahead of its time as far as sprite work goes, and even the sound. You would hear that shit over all of the other arcade machines when you went to the arcade. You go hear that shit way louder than yeah, way louder than everything else. Like Yeah, iconic, man, legendary. So um yep. before we wrap it up, man, what you uh got anything planned for this upcoming week? Anything exciting on the on the anything dropping that you're thinking about or are you just what's up? I don't think no, I don't think nothing coming I don't think nothing come out in the next week. So I'm gonna do right. Final Fantasy. Mm. I'm a, if I can get it done within a week, which I'm probably not, um, I'll come back with the full Final Fantasy 15 experience, the movie and the anime and and the complete game. So, I'll talk right. about that maybe. Yeah, my uh, my dance card is gonna be. I started a, I started a new new job on Wednesday because that other job was nah, no nope, fuck y'all. I don't care. I'll stay broke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My back hurt so bad when I got home from that shit. I was like, this is not about to be my life because I know how I am. So um, so I started a new job on Wednesday, which is good that I'm just finding jobs like Skittles in the middle of all this crazy shit when I couldn't find a job at all before. But um, yeah, my, my dance card is going to be the same, man. Me and your brother going to play one more mission this week of Ghost Recon. And then um, I'm going to be making my way through Valkyria, playing some Dishonored, and and yeah, just, just chilling, man. So cool yeah yeah sounds all right and uh we will be back with y'all next week same bat time same bat channel uh this your boy 